This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My name is Andy. I'm GK. And we are here to read, react to, and review the original Judge Dredd case files, or progs. This episode of the podcast, we will be reviewing uh, prog 107, 108, and 109. This will be the conclusion of one of our longest arcs, the Day the Law Died arc. Uh, 20 parts, not as long as the Cursed Earth, right. but it has been... Man, it's crazy to think about how, like, this entire compendium has basically been two massive story arcs, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been, uh... Back to back. Curse of the Earth, and then we had, well, we had like, one, two issues between, and they're progs. Yeah. And then, it's, and then the day the law died. I, I think it was, like, right back into it. I think it went right back into, the, like, There's the There's no the next, break at all? That I, sounds I familiar. I think it's, like, one, one prog to set up the day the law died, and then it goes right into it. Yeah. Um, super, super fun. Um, PK... How you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. You uh, beat Cyberpunk a second time. Yeah, I got the uh, <laughs> I got the uh, the assault on Arasaka, which is at level fifty. I was level fifty, the highest maxed out. Still really fucking hard. Really? They do some shit to you in that mission, and <laughs> yeah. I'm I I cannot wait to play the game as, as is, intended. As intended. That's I my biggest. I had thing. a good time. Do you want to hear about? This week's sponsor, PK. Oh boy, yeah. Alright. You had any uh, any guesses as to who our sponsor is for the week? Uh, well, I raid Shadow Legends. Loot Ooh, box. interesting, uh, interesting. What's that wallet one? Uh, E-wallet, I don't know. The, it's like that little thin wallet. Really, uh, uh, this episode of the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast is brought Max. To... Is that it? No, that's know. a different, that's another game. Uh, this episode of the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast is brought to you by the terrifying corkscrew penises of the common mallard duck. Oh god, no! Did you no. know that a duck's penis can be as long as its fucking body? And during intercourse, in which a male duck usually forces itself on the female, not cool bro, its penis explodes from its body at insane speeds of up to 1.6 meters per second? Did you also know that female mallard's vagina is effectively a moist nightmare labyrinth, which evolved specifically for it to be harder for male ducks to breed with them? I didn't know any of this today, but now I do, and so do you. I, I knew all of that. So I would like to extend a very special thank you to those terrifying Cthulhuian genitalia of the very modern Mallard Duck, which has chosen to sponsor this podcast. Go to hell, you slimy earthworm of a dick. Because the, the penis corkscrews in one direction and the vagina corkscrews... Oh no, it has... the opposite... It has... It branches. There are it, dead ends. It's... It's... It is what it is. It's it, ducks. Yes. I've seen ducks going at it. By going at it, I mean non-consensually at my park. That's the only way they go at it, really. I was, I was unhappy the entire walk with my dog. <laughs> it's, this is not a, this is not enjoyable for anyone. Uh, yeah. Um, we're except gonna, for one mallard. One, yeah. That's that's really that's very true. Um, so we're gonna start off episode thirty-seven of the podcast. We're gonna start off with Prog one hundred and seven, the day the law died, part nineteen, Dred's army. Uh, PK. Can you recap what was happening last time um, for our listeners who, for some reason, started a, at 37 of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, there was a little quiet time. They're like, okay, we have to set up our our we have to we gotta build up our forces and shit like that. They figured out it was the hypnotism machine the entire time. Go figure. And uh, then and then Cal's like, uh, you know, since we're at the, we're at the peak yeah. of our fucking uh, society, uh, I'm going to kill everyone with nerve gas. To uh, preserve society by making sure there's no more society. Yeah. 
Um, and Dredd and his few friends left. Yeah, it's like it's... Dredd, Fergie, um, Cal. Nope, not Cal. Cal oh. was the bad guy. Oh, yeah, not Cal. <laughs> Griffin. Griffin, Pepper, Kelso. And, yep. That is it. It's oh, Judge Giant. Giant, Judge Giant. Giant. So we have six people taking on the rest of the Justice HQ department. Yes. So uh, Dredd's army... This part of the uh, of this prog specifically was released April seventh, nineteen seventy nine. Script by I have written here Japan. It should be John Howard Wagner. Um, artist is once again our new boy Ron Smith, who is kicking ass. Who, yeah, who's quickly becoming my favorite artist. Same. And then letters by Thomas Frame. PK, let's start us off here, shall we? I just I keep thinking about fucking like Ducktales and shit like now. I mean like. Scrooge McDuck, man. Oh yeah, he scrooged somebody. <laughs> oh god. That should be that should be the verb for a duck raping another duck is scrooging. scrooging. Them. Yeah, scrooging them. It shouldn't be like hoarding coin, you know, like our billionaires do, but you know. It should be uh the other thing they do to us. Inconsensual unconsensual duck sex. That's what it should mean. Uh, <sighs> yeah, don't do that, ducks. If any of you are listening to this, how I are mean, the I don't how know. are the duck? Just don't. <laughs> Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Daffy, Screwy? I don't know. Daffy, Launch, no, Launchpad McQuack is not a duck. He's a... Launchpad McQuack? He was in Darkwing Duck. I remember Darkwing Duck. And he was in, uh, Tailspin? Oh my god, the, 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 the... The pilot the guy. The pilot guy, yeah. I always he, wondered why he was in Tailspin and Darkwing Duck. He just likes the pilot shit. Oh, that's he's fair. in the new DuckTales, too. He's like the Sid of Final Fantasy. He's, yeah, he's he just, just everywhere. He just shows up everywhere. The pilot set. That's um, a, there's a, the only Final Fantasy reference you'll ever hear me make. Holy Sid? shit. <laughs> I don't know anything about fucking Final Fantasy. Oh man, there are so many good Sids. Mm. Anyways. <clears throat> anyway. Starting this off with our narration here. Uh, in order to preserve Mega City 1 in its state of perfection, the insane Chief Judge Cal has decided to destroy the city's entire population with deadly nerve gas. But at dawn on Death Day, mm. Judge Dredd and his small band of rebels move against the tyrant. PK, I would love for you to paint a picture like this first little bit of cityscape we got here. You just have an amazing cityscape with uh, with a bunch it. of you get very tall buildings. They're 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 huge. There are sky uh, skyways going each, and there's a flying strip above them. But in the middle of them all, towering above all of them, is the Hall of Justice, which is easily ten times taller than these gigantic buildings. Yep, and it's also I I really like the fact that they kept the aesthetic of like it's almost like bubbles added yeah, on. Yeah, it's like weird, yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost as if you had a stick that you blew bubbles off the top of it and they all ra like rain down. Something you could build in Minecraft. Ooh, that'd be fun to build <laughs> it in Minecraft. It kind of ignores physics. I would be willing to bet that no one has built the Hall of Justice as depicted in the Judge Dredd original comics in Minecraft. And there's Everything's been built in Minecraft. I would say that it, I probably, it probably has been built. Everything's been built in Minecraft. I don't think so. Well... Uh, there's been a lot of giant penises, not a lot of halls of justice. Maybe halls of penises. I'd say we look it up after the after that and, the, and whoever's... A, I put money on it. Put money on whoever it. Whoever is wrong has to buy the other one dinner or a beer. All right. Fair. All right, shake on it. We're shaking on it. So, in the city's hall of justice, PK, I need you to paint me a picture with words here. What do we got going on? We have... Oh, wow, that's cool. I didn't notice the other half of that panel. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got we got some shit happening here. We have in the fucking Disney glass casket, the yeah. Putin glass casket. Wow. <laughs> no, not Putin. Who's the, who's the famous Russian dictator? Disney. No, he's just a head. Mussolini. Stalin. Uh, famous Russian dictator. 
Stalin, Mussolini. I think it, was, it, it is Stalin, I'm yeah, pretty Stalin. sure. Um, and his preserved in his glass casket, so everyone could come see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it's Judge Fargo from 2001. This is brilliant. Go ahead and read it, PK. Describe. Okay, here lies Judge Fargo, 2001 to 2051. Exactly 50 years old. Yep. Wow, he looked older than 50 in his first appearances. We're, we haven't seen him. It's never, he's never been mentioned in the comics before. Judge Fargo? Oh, I'm no. thinking of Judge Goodman. Yeah. You're right. Judge You're... Clarence Goodman was the most recent judge, uh, chief judge. You're right. Uh, so it's like a museum-looking area in the Hall of Justice. There's a bunch of uh, models of lawbringers. Uh, and their new models and and law ma- and and the gun the law <laughs> lawgiver law lawmasters master. lawgivers uh, are, and lawmasters and portraits, law rods portraits and flags in the background yeah, it's very much a it's a it's a museum to the history of the judges yes and judge fargo has a very prominent place he has a what looks like a double barreled shotgun across his chest going yeah. down to his feet but it is like a stone plinth slash uh beer or, or uh, what's what's the sarcophagus, maybe? And it is lifting up off the ground. Oh, it is! Yeah. And we hear the voice of Judge Giant coming out of it saying, It's opening too much, man! And we now see the oh, gang are coming the, the out. The secret path is under Judge Fargo's coffin. Yep. Um, so put, by the way, take the biggest pin in the world. Judge Fargo is a major character. We He's have not... We, this is our first introduction to him. Yeah. This is a fucking, the biggest fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? Chekhov's gun? Chekhov's whatever? Mm. Chekhov's gun. I'd uh, say Chekhov's body in this case. Chekhov's body, because this is very important. Yeah. I know this just from osmosis. Yeah. Judge Fargo is a very important character, and they're just putting him in the background there. We're going to talk That's about this. That's some good fucking foreshadowing. I like that Holy shit. Holy shit. I like that shit. So, we're going to have to talk about this, because it's very interesting, especially the date uh, of Fargo's life. Oh, shit. Okay. Because... Again, he lived from 2001 to 2051. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's a, a Gen Xer. Um, it's so uh, Judge Dredd says it's a secret escape route from the Justice Building. My Robo servant Walter is operating the controls. Again, we know Walter was let in previously to help slander Judge Dredd, and he, in fact, uh, has done various night talk shows. Yeah, a lot of talk shows, including one that doesn't exist yet, The Late Show. The Late Show. Which yeah, only about 14 years for that happened. That's uh, so cool as fuck. I mean, I don't think it's... I think the cre- the creepiest one has been the Jurassic Park. Like, that the was... The Jurassic Park... That was really creepy. Like, that was like 13 years before Jurassic Park was even written. Before it was a uh, book by John Crichton. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But they're all kind of climbing out from under this massive Fargo uh, casket that has a slit... Or, like, propped open in uh, kind of like a... Like a mouse trap open, like a way. car hood, like a car hood. Yes, very good example. Um, now we have we see though Walter in the background is <laughs> operating a lever on the wall. That's the fucking escape route. Yeah, you have to be right there. I thought it was like a council somewhere up in the offices. He's right there. Nope, nope. Oh my god, it's like a big switch on the wall right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> he is saluting with one hand. What? What? Who is not going to that switch above? Like, oh, that's the escape route. That's the worst way to hide an escape route I've ever What's seen. What's this light switch do? Like, oh. Rrr. Yeah. We found the secret path. Because it's really fucking obvious. I mean, we've never used this Y before. He's, um, up, he's just up right there four feet from them. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, I thought it was like a, like a, oh, way in the distance. But no, he's right there with them, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
Which is funnier. This is something like medieval ages. But it's also, it harkens back to, remember that uh, silent alarm button? The giant (laughs) silent alarm? (laughs) (laughs) Don't hit that alarm. Oh, how did he know? How do you know I pushed the silent alarm button? It's silent. There's no way he could know. It just says silent alarm in size 200 font. (laughs) Right in front of him. Yeah. Um, Judge Dredhover has got his uh, law master out, no, law giver out, and he's like screwing... uh, a barrel to the end of it. Oh, oh and Judge... Oh, sorry, Walter has a line before that. Hello, dear Judge Dwed. It's horrible. It's horrible pretending to like Judge Cal. But faithful Walter has done his duty. Our duty is only just beginning. Silence is on, man. Walter, close the hatch. <laughs> so, they're in, right? They're in Justice they're HQ. In. Yeah, they we infiltrate. Got... This is fucking Metal Gear Solid shit right now. We got two progs left. Let's get through this thing, they're shall on, we? They're on the sneaking mission. Oh, yeah. Also, they, Judge Dredd was called Suppressor, not a silencer. A silencer is a made-up thing from Hollywood. Yeah, that's not a real thing. Suppressor, yes. Silencer, no. That'd make John Wick 3, I think, a very different movie from that one scene where they're, like, shooting at each other from across, like, a, a crowd. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't exist. Um, Fergie, we can see, though, is holding up... Are good. Uh, Fergie is holding up with his massive ogre-like bulk the uh, tomb before it comes back down. Yeah. And he has a line here. Hey, hold it, Robo Chappy! You trapping some of Fergie's flies? And he holds it out so the flies can. Oh my god! A lot of flies. Yeah. Yeah. Come on out, chums! Fergie, not go without you. And now we see everyone like turning around and looking at Fergie, who is just a cloud of flies. Yeah, and he's—he looks. How would you describe his like euphoric, jubilant? Just yeah, the the purest of joy on his face, like. As, He's in his, his element. The shampoo commercial. Oh, perfect example. Um, Ju- uh, Judge Pepper in the background has a line here. Blasted half-wit. We can't afford to pick and choose our friends, Pepper. Fergie could be useful. Again, they didn't shoot him, right? Right. And Fergie has his line. Have flies, will travel. That's Fergie's motto. <laughs> we have never heard him say that before. No, have flies, will travel. That's now, there was an old, old western called Have Gun, Will Travel. That is what it origina- originates from, is Have Gun, Will Travel. And there yep. was a sci-fi book called Have Spacesuit, Will Travel? Yep, yep. Okay. I, I looked that up. It is a very common old phrase that they have. You replace flies or with, whatever with, yeah, whatever. with with replace Yeah, with X. Saying, I, I will do whatever, and ha- I'll bring whatever, and I can work. Yeah. Um. So they see the group is now continuing up some stairs. The men hurried through the corridors of the Justice Building. And I think it's Giant talking to Dread in the front. The crime, brief, the crime briefing room is in the, is the next floor up. Judges coming. Act natural. Oh, they all have fake badges on. Uh, it looks like they have their regular badges on, though. Oh, yeah. Dread's just, I thought it said Oregon, but it's, it's really hard to read. It says Dread. <laughs> yep. Oh, you're reading, you're reading the in-between. You gotta read the in-between, like the Jesus thing that you can't see Jesus. Oh, God, I... It took me years to understand that. My, I didn't get it until I was like 16, and it was I like seeing was like a ghost. Yeah, it was yeah. like terrifying. Like, what and the then, fuck? And you can never unsee it. No, you can never unsee it. Um, but I, getting back to Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd and everyone offers up a, a, a raised hand to this group of judges, one of whom is like a balding head with a like greased back hair. Yeah. And a mustache. <laughs> he looks like fucking... Uh, uh, not Ted. No, he's not a mustache, Ted. That fucking, who's that guy? Uh, the, the famous... He's like a semi-famous horror movie star. Uh, he's in The Creep by the Lonely Island. Oh, oh my god. Uh, I literally mentioned him today. Uh, Walter, or Water... Um... Walter... Walter Simon... No, not Walter Simon. Fucking... I, I get it. 
John Waters. John Waters. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Jesus. And don't forget to smile. I love that. Crazy he looks like a younger John. I love him too. We were, we were literally singing the lyrics to Heather's today. So oh, it's a really good musical. Yeah. Um, so he looks like a younger John Waters. <laughs> and they're like these other two judges are passing by, and mm. Dread gives a morning. Morning. And, and the, the the guy who looks like a balding John Waters goes, Hey, wait a minute. That's Judge. Dread! He gets cracked right across the, the face. The, the super close-up of just a fist breaking his face. Yeah. And then Judge Dredd is, like, kicking the other judge in the face, like, under his chin, his head snapping back. Uh, bedtime for you too, sweetheart. I think that's Judge Dredd. Oh, Giant. that's Judge Giant. You're, you're right. Go for it. I don't, so that doesn't sound like That doesn't sound like Judge Dredd. I even thought that earlier, and I forgot yeah. to say it. Bedtime for you too, sweetheart. And uh, if you want to paint a picture of what's going on in the background there, I'd love It's to. just pure combat. <laughs> They're just... They, it's 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 the scene where like you know uh, the the bad guys all or the good guys all get the drop on the bad guys and they're just taken out like that because mm -hmm. guerrilla warfare. But look at look at Fergie. What's he Fergie doing? Fergie has his, <laughs> his bat yep. raised above his head like just like American like a history, man. like American history X style. Oh yeah. And he's about to kill this man. <laughs> the balding John Waters man. Yeah. He's about to break his head open like a watermelon <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> And uh, he, he says to the group, You want Fergie get heavy with them? No, bring them. We can't leave any bodies lying around. My first thought, that's pretty smart. Most D&D groups wouldn't think of that shit. That's true. <laughs> I've played a lot of Hitman, so I know you gotta hide the body. You gotta hide the bodies. Played a lot of Metal Gear Solid too. Gotta hide the body. I played a lot of Blood Money. Got yeah, yeah, blood money. Uh, two more prisoners were collected on the way to the crime briefing room. You gotta take their clothes and hide the body. Yep, you gotta take their clothes. That's the only way. Only way. <laughs> That's the only way to get the clothes to the target. I'm the ice cream man. <laughs> Don't mind me. Ring, ring. <laughs> um, but it shows the group is now like, like they're edging up to a corner, uh, inside of which we can see a briefing room of some kind that says Cal's your hero with a watching eye, a yeah. couple of judges at a podium, and Dredd is like peeking around the corner. Uh, Fergie's way in the back holding like five dead bodies or knocked oh out God, bodies. Yeah. Uh, and Dredd says, Cal's SJS are preparing the morning crime briefing for all the city's judges. And I think this is Judge Giant speaking after that. Beats me. Beats me why they can't, why they bother. If Cal gets his way, there ain't gonna be any more crime. Or people. Again, today's death day. Today's the day. Today's we, the day we launch the nerve gas. Yeah, so they're preparing briefings that guy one guy seemed really uppity really just you know had like it's judge dread <laughs> i just like i don't die today like none of them care they're going they're literally like oh. they're packing a lunch and dinner <laughs> like right. there's no there's, why would you need to pack a, a dinner you're there's never gonna be a dinner dude uh, remember, there's not gonna be a Tuesday. <laughs> that line? That's a good line. Um, there won't be any beach volleyball. Uh, so uh, we have a little uh, like narration panel here that says, and it's for a reminder for us, the reader. Yeah, SJS, the Special Judicial Squad, the yep. judges watchdogs. Yep, yep, that's the ones that Cal's lead. Internal Cal affairs. Basically, the Gestapo, if you will. I um, remind me about Gestapo. That's going to come back. That's going to come back this episode of the podcast. I hope that isn't taken out of context. No, remind me about the Gestapo. Remind me about the Gestapo. Um, Judge Dredd, however, decides the best plan against these three SJS members is to pop out from behind the corner. No guns drawn. <laughs> no. Itchy trigger fingers. Yeah. He's, he's ready. He's doing the fucking the western draw <laughs> thing. <laughs> and he gives out a, you're under arrest, traitors. Go for your guns and I'll drop you. 
To which they respond, Judge Dredd, kill him! And we have this long, awesome, like, vertical panel where Judge Dredd gets to his, like, both of his boot holsters and double draws lawgivers. Yeah, his dual wielding. Yep, and hits two of them. One guy over in the background throws his hands up and says, Ah, no more! I surrender! Uh, and now Judge Pepper is, Judge Pepper and everyone else is, like, coming into the room. Walter's there. They're all hiding the bodies behind a curtain with Fergie. They've, like, piled, <laughs> they got, like, a pile of them in the background. Um, That's so cool. And, uh... Judge Pepper is saying, I believe it's, uh, you go for Pepper because Judge Dredd has a line. Okay, okay, okay. Good clean shots, just like we taught you at the Academy. Full marks, Dredd. I had to do it, but they were good men once before Cal corrupted them. And again, we have a guy who's alive in the background holding his hands up, right? Yeah, yeah. The bodies were hidden. Soon the first section began to file in, and there are judges now just filing into these massive kind of like... Like you described it as like Borders The Borders bookstore. Like the massive rows with oh, a bunch CDs of headphones. With the headphones. Like, yep. Oh man, I want to buy this new Soundgarden album. Um, All is in the track seven first. Yeah, that's the best way to do it, as it's intended. Um, and <laughs> in the back, but um, so they have the guy who they captured, member of the SJS squad. He's yeah. standing up there at the kind of podium slash control disc DJ booth. I don't know. The, yeah, the control panel. Looking down over the whole thing, and they have a gun to his back. Yeah. Uh, and I believe it is Giant saying this, the first line. I've substituted our tape for Cal's dread. Good. I've told our friend to act like nothing unusual is happening and he'll stay healthy. <laughs> good line. I like that line. I, I do like it's that line. It's not the best, but it's a good line. And now we have the, the daily briefing is happening. All these different judges have earphones on. Again, it doesn't look like brain stuff. More like just audit, like audio. Yeah, like they're like audio. listening to the, the daily notes. Yeah, right. Um, but somehow he hacked it to like put in subliminal messages between the words. Yeah. Obey Cal. That's all it was. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Everyone in the Judge Dredd universe, human and robot, is just easily influenced. Yeah, very easily manipulated. They have no frontal cortex. Um, all judges were required to attend the daily crime briefing, where crimes re crime reports were fed directly into their brains. Cal was using these briefings to implant hypnotic suggestions in the judges' minds, making them loyal. As we just discussed. Thank mm -hmm. you, narration. Um, uh, the effect of Dredd's tape was amazing. Go ahead. Go for it, PK. Uh, Judge Bob? Sure. Yes. Marduk, I see now. I see it now. Cal's been using us like robots. Racist. Hey. <laughs> He's turned us into criminals to enforce his vile laws. We don't deserve to be judges. We must turn ourselves in and face trial. This guy looks really cool. He's got some, some, some stubble. Yeah, they're, they're not all clean-shaven like Drudge. Yeah. And Bob has a little mustache. But we have, uh, we have a, a, line, a, a line being shouted from off-panel. No! You must follow me! And someone else says, turns to the camera, looks up, and says... Judge Dredd! <laughs> exactly that way. And Dredd is sure enough standing there, uh, legs spread, lawgiver mm -hmm. raised... We need every judge on the force to fight Cal and his Clegg mercenaries. Because oh, remember, those yeah. are still a thing. I forgot the Clegg the for a Clegg, second. Yep. Yeah, everyone forgets about the Clegg. Um, you must go about your duties as normal until all are processed. The signal to strike will be the sound of the space raid sirens. So they're not just like blowing their cover right away. Wait until the next group comes in and every single judge is back on his oh, side. Oh, that's fucking good. Yeah, pretty smart, right? I didn't get that until the rest have been processed. That's basically what he's saying. Yeah. Um. So our next panel, though, is this awesome, like, circular pop-out panel of Judge Dredd at the front of a massive convoy. This is, like, so much 
What is that 40k faction that's all bikers? All bikers all the time. Oh, Space uh, Marines. Oh, the Space Marine is chapter. Um, Dark Angels? It might be. I yeah, think it's, it's Dark not, Angels. It's Dark Angels, not Blood Angels. Dark Angels, yeah. Dark Angels. And they're just, it's just, the, they're all on bikes. They're all it's, on bikes all the time. It's exactly that. It's just an army of judges. Fergie's there. Fergie's back there on one. You've got Giant, Pepper, Kelso, Griffin... Uh, at the lead behind Dread, who is like raising a fist and cheering yeah. pretty happily for him. Um, section after section was processed until Dread is thinking to himself, "Time is short. We gotta stop Cal before he sets off that nerve gas. It's now or never, man. Charge!" But now we cut away, and uh, I would uh, at that moment Cal was heading for his appointment with death. Oh yeah, Cal's gonna, of course Cal has to die. I'm surprised he didn't like, make some like, oh, I'm the only one who lives. That I, honestly, I would not be surprised with that. If only he wasn't as crazy. Yeah. Right? But I would love you to tell me what's going on in this panel, though, PK. Oh my god, I just figured out what the NG stands for. <laughs> yep. like, I was thinking D&D, I was like, neutral good? Oh, I didn't even think of that. I, my brain went right to it. Right, okay, so we have Judge Cal, or yep. Chief Justice Cal. Yep. Uh, next to, uh, what is it, Vice Chief Justice? A Deputy Chief. Deputy De- Chief Judge. Deputy Chief Judge Grampus, making the one face Grampus <laughs> face. The, I want to kill and eat everything. Yeah. Right. Are they all the Clegg gonna die too? Well, I keep reading. They we'll can, have to find out. Yeah, maybe. Um, and they're going. <laughs> they're, they're they're. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. There's a gigantic fucking armored tank labeled NG for nerve gas. For nerve gas. There various um, tubes off of it. And yep. It's, and it's just going. It's got treads on it. It's going down the road. It looks kind of like a Necron monolith. It does. Like a polyhedral of some kind. It looks like a with yeah. tank treads on the bottom. Yeah. It is colossal though. It is gigantic. It's yeah, like it's five stories five, tall. Yeah. And it has massive giant tubes coming out of it to probably blow out nerve gas, which the NG oh, stands yeah. for. And uh there's even a little skull on the side of it. Oh there? god, there's a skull right in the middle of it. <laughs> Are we the baddies? Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess the SJS do have skulls on their fucking, you know, helmets. And yeah, shit. in the middle of their helmets. That, or is that that was just Slocum, wasn't it? That was. Yeah, I just think it was Slocum. just Slocum. It was just yeah. Slocum, and he's been he's, he's gone. Been vinegared. He's been vinegared now. But what's going on in the background behind behind the nerve gas machine? Uh, behind the nerve, it's a beautiful cityscape. There's mm-hmm. a gigantic. It's the Statue of Justice. Statue of Judgment. Well done. Statue of Judgment. Yep. From like issue one. Very close. Prague 2? It is, in fact, I have it written down here. Uh, Statue of Judgment first constructed and introduced in Prague 7. 7. Almost exactly 100 issues ago. Oh, and it dwarfs the, it dwarfs the Statue of Liberty, which yep. is somewhere around here. But, but that judge is just, behind all just the towering yeah. out over everything else. And uh, a SJS member is saying to Judge Cal, The nerve gas containers have been placed in every district. The release controls at the top of the Statue of Judgment. To which Cal replies, Excellent! I'll have a grandstand view of the city's final moments. You're crazy! (laughs) You're crazy! Um, There's going to be time for that. Um, You would think, right? Yeah. uh, Next panel, though, shows crowds of terrified onlookers uh, as Judge Cal kind of, like, condescendingly kneels and pats a gentleman's yeah, like a, head. Like, kind of like a patronizing grandfather or a dad. Like, they're like, I don't want to do this. It's like, eat your broccoli, grandson. <laughs> Play the violin, Jimmy. Play the violin, Johnny. Johnny. Pa-pa-pa-pa! <laughs> um, but this, this gentleman is like pleading for his life, hands clasped. There's wife. a wife. 
her arms around him too. Her arms are wrapped around herself, and she's like all huddled oh, in on yeah, herself, she's like, she's she's like hugging herself, and just got her head cast down. Yeah. And the guy is begging with Cal, "Please, Judge Cal, we don't want to die." To which Cal can only say, "That's only natural, citizen. citizen. Don't worry about it." To which the wife is thinking. He doesn't care. He's stark staring mad. There are a lot of good-looking women in this panel. Yeah, there's actually some uh, attractive ladies drawn here. I don't know why. And we don't see that that much in Judge Dredd. So, now that I'm... Uh, well, it's... There's not, it's more of a sausage fest than anything else, honestly. Yeah. It's not that we don't Dallas see... good-looking guys. Well, it's, it's just more the fact that we don't see many, many female people. characters. I'm just saying, it's, yeah, there are a lot of attractive women. And it's weird for a panel to have that in Judge Dredd. Oh, we have had Maria a lot, though. Yes, we have. I stand by everything that I said. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, the next panel, though, has Judge Chief Judge Cal shaking Grampus's thumb. Oh my God, he is! He's got a little, little thumbnail. That is how big Grampus is. Like he is holding onto his thumb like an infant would to its mother. Yeah. And he's shaking. He's smiling, all smiles. And well, Grampus, Grampus makes the one face that Grampus makes. And he says, Like mercenaries leave now. Got new contract on Tron Planet. Eliminating subspecies. We get to eat subspecies. To which Cal replies, Goodbye, Grampus. It's been a pleasure dealing with you. You're so delightfully vicious. So the Clegg, you answered your own question. They are leaving. They are leaving, which makes a lot of sense if they're mercenaries, right? Yeah, they don't want to stay and die to to, uh, free some frame of perfect society. Yeah, fuck that. Um, They want to go eat... People on planet Tron. <laughs> there's all there's all kinds of new people to eat. <laughs> um, suddenly, we have like a, an, a little pop out of a siren. Woo! The space raid siren. The space raid siren. Oh, it says it right there. Yes, it does. The crowd fled at the eerie wailing of the space raid siren. Um, if you want to describe what's happening with Cal, please, and what's going on with the people. Cal in the is making a, 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 an orgasmic, euphoric face right now. Like it's like Macaulay Culkin com- if he's coming. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't think you were going there, right? No. <laughs> Kevin McAllister. We forgot Kevin! <laughs> uh, he's copying his face. He's like, oh, Aww. smiling widely, just lost gaze, not focusing on anything. Oh, and there is... A Clegg back there. There's a... Uh, that's Grampus. He's looking to the sky like... <laughs> <laughs> but here's interesting. The SJS member next behind uh, Cal, one of them has, has the SJS. Skull. One has a skull. So I'm guessing that is a replacement for Judge Slocum, yeah. who hasn't been named yet. Okay, so he must have like some kind of office that there always must be the Skull Man. <laughs> the Skullman. Um, but yeah, you're right. Je- Deputy Chief Grambus is still around. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's like a second later. He was like on his way to leave. and then Basically. I gotta get out of here. So Cal is saying, this guy's while, crazy. while fondling his face, How appropriate. The perfect accompany, The perfect accompaniment. Accompaniment. Accompaniment from our supreme act of sacrifice. One of the SJS guys is looking up, though. But why are the sirens sounding? Give promote that man. That man's <laughs> asking the real questions. But I thought Bing Ben was blown up already. That's a very V for Vendetta, answer, yeah. in my opinion. Fucking Cal's out here like, oh, it's so beautiful. And the other guy's like, yeah, but why is it happening? Good question, other guy. You're gonna get. Promoted. <laughs> you should be chief justice. You're gonna get promoted to have a name soon. <laughs> and oh, then, he's just gonna die. Yeah, he's gonna die. Um, however, we see now an awesome panel. Hell of, yeah! Holy shit! A bunch of so you got like some Clegg and some judges 
all turning towards the bikes that are roaring down the highway in a giant train. Judge Dredd at the front of them. Grampus is yelling out, It's Judge Dredd! To which uh, one of the SJS members is helping Cal escape in a uh, hover, in the hover, hover vehicle. Yeah, one of the hover wagons. Yep, and he's saying, Quick, Chief Judge, into that hover car! And uh, Judge Dredd, oh, this boy. next panel... They are gunning the fuck down. They're killing a lot of Clegg and people with their cannons on their bikes. They finally had the gun cannon. Oh, they've always had them. Now they're like side-mounted instead of right on the front. Yes, it is now side-mounted cannons, um, which is a lot, I think, better and makes more sense. Oh, yeah, I've always loved side-mounted. Like, <coughs> the guns on the side of the wheels are way cooler than... It looks way more like uh, the, the the single Batmobile uh the bike, tumbler. honestly. The yeah. tumbler. No, that the tumbler. The it's pod? half the rumbler. Rumbler. Yeah. But it turns into half the half bike kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and Dread is like, it doesn't say this, but this, uh, I'm pretty, no, I'm, I'm not going to say this. He's running over a Clegg as he blows it up. Yeah. He, and he, uh, he's given the line. Grampus. He's saying the line, I am the law now, and you better believe it. We don't really know if that's Grampus, but we're going to find out here in a moment. Okay. The terrible broadside panicked Cal's SJS, who took to their heels. And um, there are... Oh, whoa. Don't get ahead of me, you. There are Clegg walking out of the pile of Clegg bodies. Yeah. Uh, It's like an overhead shot looking down on them. And SJS members are like running the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. arms in the air, away from the bikes. But the Cleggs are walking forward, guns thrown down. And one of them is saying... Hands raised, guns thrown down. This not Clegg fights no more. We surrender. Uh, Judge Dredd, however, uh, if you want to describe what's going on in this next panel, I'd appreciate Judge it. Judge Dredd, and I think that's Judge Griffin and Judge Cal. That is going to be Kelso. Not Cal, pa- Kelso. Yep, Kelso. Are using their side-mounted machine guns on their on their lawmasters, and they're gunning the Clegg down. They're yep. just destroying them. Yep. And it's pretty fucking graphic. Yeah, and we see the broken, bullet-riddled... Grampus uh, badge yep. made by the badge maker. So, won't someone think of the badge maker? You know what's really creepy about the jet badge maker? What? Put a pin in that. Okay. Just that he's, he exists. Well, here's the thing. Remember what the badge maker looks like in your head, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, a big fucking mustachioed, bald, muscle man. Yeah, yeah. With um, a leather apron, he looks like a fucking blacksmith. From- there's something that we forgot. Oh. That I have to go back to. Very. Very briefly, I'm flipping back through our comic here. One moment. Sorry about this. Interrupt in the fucking broadcasting. Um, We're going to edit it out in post. Look where my thumb is. Other thumb. Other thumb. Look at my other thumb. Other thumb. Other thumb. <laughs> I have two of them. Uh, what, what? Look at my thumb. Look, look what's there. What is that? This guy. He's got a guy chained up. That's that's where Dread Dread is like captured. Yeah. Remember? That's his like his prison warden guy. Oh, that's the guy from the spaceship, and they're gonna take him to Titan. Yeah. It looks like the exact same. Are guy. they brothers? Are they the same guy? <laughs> we have no idea, but he has a just like that big, design? thick handlebar mustache. Is it like mustache. fucking uh, what's his name in the Spider-Man movies? Oh, what what uh, uh, Spider-Man movies? You know, oh, fucking. Oh my god. Horror movie star. Yes, I do know Ash. Play- yeah, Ash from Evil Dead. Why can't I think of his goddamn name? You're gonna make me do this. <laughs> I mean, is it just like, oh, that was my brother? There were plans, I heard, that there were gonna be a Spider Man 3. Well, in the original script of Spider Man 3, it's gonna reveal that he was Mysterio. What? Yeah, and he was triggering Peter Parker. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, uh, Ash, Evil Dead. 
Uh, you've gotten burn notice. God damn everything. Uh, Evil Dead Sam Bruce Campbell. Bruce Thank Campbell. You. Uh, we're the worst. We're the worst. We're movie the worst. Fans. Yeah. Um, long lo and behold though. They gun them down, and now we have, like, a big cutaway panel. Away yeah, they just fucking decimate them. Yeah. Um, and we have... The, the, the Clegg, that is. Yes. To jump back to this topic. So this is a really important little panel right here. It's kind of like a like a, like an arched church panel. I don't know, church window almost in a way. Yeah. But it shows a zoomed-out version of the Statue of Judgment dwarfing... Oh, the Statue of Liberty. Yep, right next to it. And there is three little bikes... Heading towards the almost anvil-like base uh, that angles upwards at, its, at the st uh, statue's feet that it's standing on. It's a fucking sandcrawler from Star Wars. It really does. Same shape, same shape. And Dredd is yelling out, Cal's heading for the Statue of Justice! And we see Cal now, from the inside, is pulling a massive uh, Dark Souls lever on the ground. Which he's is invincible the, right now. Uh, he's, he's got iframes. Yeah, he's got iframes. No one can hit him. He's yelling out, a cape billowing behind him. You can't stop me, Dread. Megacity must Megacity must die. That is Cal's law. And in the background, as the this massive, like probably stone door is coming down. Yeah, massive stone and metal, like fucking. It's like a gigantic fucking steel curtain. It's the it's the what the it's the the wall in Indiana Jones right before it crushes his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, it's that shit. Back, yeah. Um, however, in the background we see, and this is Judge Kelso thinking oh, this. Oh no! Don't get ahead of me, goddamn you! You're literally, like, spoiling shit a panel before it happens. Don't look <laughs> ahead. Um, so, uh, Judge Kelso is thinking out, uh, to himself, he's closing the door. Gotta skid under. Oh, okay. I, I didn't see that, that little speed trouble. Yeah. And uh, Judge Kelso doesn't make it. No, he gets crushed to death by that fucking, that, that descending door. Yeah. Um, it just drops on him. His bike is 75% out of it. Yeah. He's halfway into it, though. Yeah, he's halfway there. He's got legs sticking out. Um, yeah. It, it shows violence without being graphic. And if you want to, um, well, I think there is blood, but if you want to read the narration, and please. Judge Tudor Kelso would never teach again. Uh, and then we have the, uh, I believe it is, Judge Giant, like, using his cannons from his bike on yeah. the, the giant door that's just come down. He's yeah. saying... <laughs> What <laughs> weird... That's an anti-vandal door. That's an anti-vandal door, baby. Even even the bike cannon can't break it. To which Judge Dredd grimaces from the side in profile. Then Mega City 1 is finished. Next. The final prog? Question mark. We can print anything in media so long as we put a question mark <laughs> after it. And that is going to wrap up. An anti-vandal door? We're going to get to that, right? They um, have the weird anti-dazzle visor. Yep. Anti-vandal door. Uh, I don't know how vandalizing is different than exploding in this case. But we're gonna find out maybe. I, I don't know that I don't know the, the actual definition of the word vandalism, but I know it's colloquial term. It's just like spray painting and shit. Yeah. Vandalism. We're gonna look it up real quick. Any act involving deliberate destruction or damage to property or uh, pro public or private property. So it does mean just destroying okay. property. So yeah, 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 yeah. That does make sense. But it, colloquially, it means something different now. Yeah. This was, of course, 1979. Yeah. So settings and places. We could see the Hall of Justice's Hall of Heroes, which is lined with weapons, busts, bikes, and portraits, as well as the tomb of the first chief judge of Mega City One, Judge Fargo. We're going to get to that. Put a pin in that. Big pin. Um, we also could see the Statue of Judgment again. Hooray! First constructed and introduced in Prague 7, 
uh, actually exactly a hundred issues ago. That's kind of wow. funny that they brought that back for That's the hundredth issue. And it's now it's a major fucking uh, uh, site. A yeah. major. It, it's uh, important. It is an important place. Characters: Judge Fargo, also written down and uh, noted as Father Justice, born two thousand one, died twenty fifty one. Wow. Okay. Uh, what year are we in now? Two thousand. We're in two thousand one hundred and two. Okay. I think it was two one something. Okay. So, this uh, this is a big name drop for us as readers. Chief Justice Eustace. Eustace Fargo was portrayed in the 1995 film Judge Dredd oh, yeah. by the late veteran Swedish actor Max von Sydow. That's right, it was Fargo in that film. Yep. And he did the whole retiring long, yeah. The long walk. The long walk. So and because they had to respect a, a, a Chief Justice's last request, mm -hmm. which was to imprison Dredd instead of, Martin, instead of killing him. He could have asked for him to be free, and that prevented the whole fucking movie. But oh, Well, he still has his legacy to think of. Yeah, he, I mean... Well, he still has the whole movie. They still have to make the movie, Andy. They still have to make the movie. Um, but yeah, that's a really big, uh, important thing for a thing that I'm going to bring up that's going to... We're going to... I didn't... I, I had to go back and piece together some stuff. Okay. And do some kind of little research within my own notes to figure things out. But I, I stumbled upon kind of a mystery that I don't know the answer to. All right. Involving Judge Fargo. But the other character we get to meet this issue is Judge Bob. Good old Judge Bob. He's my number one guy. Number Bob. My number one guy. Uh, items technology of note. Lawgivers can be equipped with silencers. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen them mentioned or used in the comics, I believe. Yeah. We also see the colossal NG containers with skulls on them and giant vent ports. Where did Cal get these? Didn't he, like, declare that they were going to... I'm... It's like the, give me an axe, name a battle axe. Like, give me a nerve gas. Maybe, like, they've had these things for a while. Were these already in existence a la Dragonfire beneath King's Landing? Yeah. Or did Cal have them commissioned? That's interesting. That's a lot of nerve gas. It is a lot of nerve gas. But also, the future's, like, all about production, you know? Yeah, it's that's like true. capitalism has reached its final end, you know, endgame. Yeah. Post-capitalism society, where yeah. everything can be built in minutes. Yeah. Apparently, we also have the doors leading into the Statue of Judgment are anti-vandal doors, meaning that even a cannon cannot penetrate them. That makes sense. I'd be like, uh, well, you... <sighs> but are they dinosaur-proof? Nothing That's is dinosaur-proof. Unless you design it to be dinosaur-proof. Dinosaur and then it's not proof against anything else. Yeah. Fucking toothpick right through that shit. Dinosaur can't even touch it. Yeah. I don't know why that was a thing. That was a thing. Anyway. Um, terrible slang. Made up words judged by one-liners. Uh, we have Fergie's line, fly, half flies will travel. Half flies will travel. I knew that was going to show up. Uh, and then the, the iconic one, I am the law now, you better believe, believe it. it. We haven't heard this line in quite a while from Judge Dredd. The most recent uh, iteration was Cal saying the first half of this multiple times during the course of this arc, yeah. usually at the beginning of it. And then I just, I understand the I am the law because that is very indicative and the most remembered line, I think, from the 1995 Sylvester Stallone. That's Judge the Drake first movie. thing I think of when I think of that movie. It's the you better believe it. That's really weird. It I, doesn't I, fit, right? No, I think they wind up dropping that. I, I'm pretty sure they have to because it's just. I'm just. I'm not a fan of the latter half of the phrase. That's all it I makes it clumsier. Yeah, it does. Um, monsters, Grampus, leader of the Clegg, and technically still Deputy Chief Justice to Chief Judge Cal, announces that he is taking his mercenaries off planet for a new contract on a planet called Tron. Again. 
a movie that would not be released for another three years. Really? But probably just a coincidence, because okay. Tron has other meanings. Tron does have things. other meanings. I, um, yeah, Disney made Tron, it was 1983? Uh, it was 1983, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, 79, 82, 82 or 83. Okay. Uh, during this new contra uh, contract, he and this Clegg will be allowed to eat a subspecies that they're being hired to eliminate. So yeah, Clegg they moving on. They eat sentient species? And they were about to leave, and they then Dredd... Yeah, and Dredd was like, I, Dredd did a good thing, but because like they're about to go kill some innocent people. It's it's very much. I had to, I always look at something from like a dungeon master's perspective or a a, a player of D and D. It's like, do you wait for the patrol to leave before you attack? But by the time they leave, the nerve gas could go off, right? Yeah. So you gotta you gotta strike while the iron's hot, kind of thing. Yeah. It, it makes sense to me, and I I just you hate to see him die. Grandpa's a great character. He had one expression, but goddamn, did he nail it every He's, time? I just, he was like blue steel, nonstop, just blue stealing all the day, all the time. It's like if you read his mind, you'd just, you'd just be thinking, "Meat, meat, meat." <laughs> yeah, just an unending chorus of meat. Um, world building, though, man, do we got something here? Judge Fargo is one of the main characters in the 1995 Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd movie. This obviously does not work canonically with the timeline in the comics. Right. But it does bring up some interesting ideas and paint us a bigger picture of the judge-run government as a whole. Right. So, we know that Mega City 1 was not founded properly until after the Atomic War. Yes. Uh, this means that Chief Judge Fargo was basically a military leader for the United States of America before it fell and became the megacities. Great, because of the coup from President Bad Bad Booth. That happened in 1970. Maybe. So It was 30 years later, yeah. So we also know that Bad President Bad Bob Booth didn't launch the nukes that would cause the atomic war until 2070, 19 years after Fargo died. Bad, Bad Bob's sentence to be cryogenically frozen under Fort Knox, remember vampire robots? Yep, I remember those guys. Do you remember who delivered that sentence? The very wise. Oh my God! Who was it? It was it was Who's a judge. Who knows? Wise king. Solomon, Judge Solomon. Judge Solomon. We originally assumed that Solomon was a chief judge during that time. Uh, that Bab Bob started the atomic war, right? That makes sense. So right. Fargo's dead. Uh, ba uh, uh, Solomon, Solomon takes over. Solomon takes the head, the new judge, and then does. maybe Goodman picks it up somewhere down the road, yeah. right? But I know but, for a fact it goes from. But I'm not so convinced anymore okay. because of this. Lastly, that leaves Chief Judge Clarence Goodman, our last and most recent Chief Judge. Uh, after his assassination by the SJS leader, Judge Cal, we learned that Goodman had reigned as Chief Judge for 43 years. Yeah, it goes right from it goes it goes from uh, the the guy whose crest we just saw to Goodman. Fargo. Fargo to Goodman. Well, we don't the, know that because I here's do, the problem. Okay. In uh, if he died, if he if he. If he died in 2101, which was when uh, Goodman died, right. assassinated by Cal, yep. that means he was appointed, or at least took power, in 2058. So, who the fuck was Judge Solomon? Because Judge Solomon passed that verdict on Bad Bob Booth. Yes. Meaning, he Solomon passed that thing on Bob Booth in 1970. Despite not being Chief Judge. Despite not being Chief Judge. So... Who was, I mean, there's a period of like seven to eight years where we don't know who was chief judge. Right. Between like 50, I think it's 51 because that's when 20, 2051 is when Fargo died. 2058 would be when Goodman picked it up. There's eight years or so in there. We don't know. Seven or eight years. And then why was Solomon the one to deliver the, the thing on Bad Bob Booth? Maybe in it that, was Solomon for a little while. 
but he, but he, I, maybe it wasn't 43 consecutive years. That's possible. Right. But the the other question I have is like, uh, Solomon is shown sitting in that chief judge's chair You're when right. he delivers that proclamation. So my curious does my curiosity is does this really mean that there have only been around three chief judges since the judge system was founded initially? Because Fargo wouldn't have even been chief justice. He had just been military leader, whatever that was. You're right. Yeah. Until, yeah, until the coup. Because, yeah, the judges didn't take over until 2070. There's a lot of questions there, right? From what I remember from reading about the, the lineage of chief justices... Okay. Years, not years ago, months ago. Okay. Maybe like a year ago. Um, I, yeah, I was living with George at the time. All right. Anyway, um, I remember that judge... Judge... Uh, uh, Fargo mm -hmm. had two. I remember them saying it was very important that he had two right hand men. I think they were Solomon and Goodman. Okay, that'd be interesting. I wonder if Solomon took, took power during those seven years and then it went to Goodman for some reason. I yeah, uh, it's very interesting because you would think, or at least we assume that uh, Fargo he died in 2051. Did he live, did he serve until his death? Most likely we assume as much, but we yeah. don't really know. But yeah, it brings up interesting questions. I know eventually we find out a lot about that, that trio. I do as well. Solomon, um, Goodman, and, mm -hmm. and Fargo. I'm looking forward Including to Including the big spoiler about Judge Jay, we already know from the movie, that he is a clone of Judge uh, Fargo. Judge Fargo. Yep. Him and Rico. Yep, him and Rico. That is something we haven't learned in the comics though yet. That's no, just, that's just something we know from the movies and through general osmosis of doing our research for this fucking podcast. I love it. Also, I have to say, I love the aesthetic of having a secret escape route beneath a tomb, like an, a, a, a stone plinth or what have you. Yeah. It's classic. It it's is fun. It is classic fucking uh, uh, literature, comic, dungeon. Movie magic, yeah. It's the fucking, it's the fucking, dun it's the dungeon thing, you know? When oh, you play yeah. D&D, it's like, where's the secret uh, entrance? Oh, it's under the fucking, the, the, the the statue of, of Jesus or the statue of God or it's it's the back of the fireplace swings open Cooney style or what have you right fuck yeah that was so good Judge Dredd and his army fucking slaughter the surrendering Clegg those which, guys are dicks though which like I get the whole reason Cal has been able to maintain power up until maintain power up until this point was that they helped enslave torture and execute probably millions of innocent civilians. But gunning them down while they're surrendering reads a lot different in today's political con climate, I think. That's true, but you have to remember they were on their way to somewhere else to do the same thing again. That, so if not worse. You're like preventing, okay, okay. They're on their way to planet Tron to go eat a subspecies. And to like commit genocide, effectively. Yeah. But you can't arrest them, you can't like wound them. No, you just gun them down. Like, it's a little fucked. It is a little fucked, but I think it's... I. It they are literally sense. they are literally on their way from from killing a bunch of people to going to, to, to going to kill and eat a bunch of people. <laughs> you're you're saving a lot of lives. You're you're making well, the, it's red, a little fucked. the I, red hood argument. Yeah. <laughs> well, killing, it's a, it's a, if you kill a killer, then the number of killers in the world it stays the same. Kill two. Yeah. That Jason Todd's answer immediately. Just kill two. Yeah. <laughs> that that immediately makes it positive. Um. So yeah, there's um. Some shit went down, right? Yeah. Our Holy death... shit. Shit's going nuts. Yeah. Death count this issue. Dredd shoots a few judges on the way to the briefing room. Grampus is gunned down by several lawmaster bikes. And Judge Kelso also attempts to skid under a closing metal door, but is instead crushed to death. Another victim of Cal's ego. Yeah. And a bunch of fucking Clegg are killed. Now they're, now they're starting outside the, the, the fort. Yeah. And all Judge Cal has to do is go up there and push the button. Yeah. That's all he has to do. Ooh! 
Unless somebody stops him. How? There's an anti-vandal barrier. Are they vandals? Or well, they, according to the definition judge. of the word vandal. <laughs> yes, you are absolutely right. If it was an anti-lawbreaker door, then we'd have problems. They'd have to leave. Yeah, they'd, they'd be like, oh, You're not going to break the law. <laughs> or, or is it just like it's immune to criminals, but if you're a judge, you can go through <laughs> Um So, PK, do you have any other questions or things you want to bring up for, uh, for concerning part 19, Dread's Army? I want to see if we get down to something. He's going to do something big before this... this Run is over. I can feel it. You can feel it. What do you feel? What What do you have? What do you have going on? I feel like he's gonna pull a a, 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 a oh fuck. What's his name? The other guy. I keep comparing him to. We keep doing this. We keep pulling up. Like you know this guy. Uh, you know the guy who died during Curse of Earth. Oh oh, Spike's Harvey Rodden. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna pull a Spike's Harvey Rodden and and do a noble sacrifice. I just have a feeling. Okay. Because writers love the writers of Judge Dredd love doing that. <laughs> that's that's an interesting. That's an interesting point you're making, honestly. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that happening. That'd be some good writing. <laughs> the look we'll you gave me. We'll see what happens. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That'd be nice. What, what if Judge Tex, hear me out, was Mr. Mooney? That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I remember that, nah. was my, that was my theory for the longest time. Yeah, you had a theory that I was like, that'd be good. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Greetings, fellow Dreadists. This is Andy here, coming to you from the future, here to let you know that you can now listen to the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast on most podcasting apps. Check us out on your preferred listening platforms. We are currently on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and anywhere else quality podcasts can be found. If you are listening to this and you find it entertaining, please feel free to leave a comment, subscribe, or give us a thumbs up, which is also known as a crisp digital high five. And if you want to contact us, you can at dreadfulemailaddress at gmail.com. That is D-R-E-D-D-F-U-L email address at gmail.com. I promise you we will read everything posted because you guys are awesome, and PK and I want to thank you for supporting our little podcast in any way, big or small. And with that, let us return to the pages of 2000 AD and the world of Judge Dredd. Um, so, okay... So, we are starting back up again here with Prague 108, The Day the Law Died, Part 20, The Final Prague. The Final Prague? Um, Question mark? <laughs> this Prague was released in April 14th, 1979. It is written by John Wagner, artist Ron Smith, letters Tom Frame. Let's get into it. Um, you didn't do the John Holland Wagner thing. He, it's, I believe it's... So, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure this card. is the yeah this is the prog. It's one of those cases where we don't have a little credit card on it. Right. So there's no credits to look at. So we have to infer that it the, was written by the, Wagner. Because everything's written by Wagner. It's uh, it's not everything. Remember, Pat Mills did. Oh, I think most he did most of the curse of the curse Earth. Earth. Yeah. Wagner's been doing the day the law died, but I mean it makes sense to switch off now and then. Yeah. That um, means Wagner's laying the groundwork, and Pat Mills laid some groundwork because of the appearance of Judge Solomon from some for some shit. That will become very important. Yes, eventually. I forgot Solomon appeared, and that shit becomes important. I'm looking forward to it, because I only know a little bit about Fargo, and that's it. What we discussed so far. So, uh, we have our opening like image here I really like. That is a fucking determined-ass-looking Cal. It is Cal staring into the camera, grinning a Joker grin. He looks like Mr. Sinister from 90s X-Men. Yeah, he's like hunching forward with a cape billowing over yeah. his back. It looks really cool. It does. It's, the a good, it's a good shot. The narration says, 
Uh, I'm going to have you read the narration, PK, for both these little bubbles okay. here. Death Day in Mega City 1. In every sector, nerve gas containers were in place, waiting for the signal from the insane Judge Cal that would condemn the city to mass murder. Oh. Then we get the title card of Jade Judge Dread the in the day the law died. <laughs> and then, holy shit, what a panel. Yeah. Go for that narration real quick. Okay, narration first. Mm -hmm. But Judge Dredd had rallied the mega city judges, and now in the city streets, law officers were fight. Law officers fight frantically to drive out Cal's alien mercenaries no, who are on their way out. Really? <laughs> Again, we're gunning down people surrendering. So like, um, they're taking time. This is. They're taking time. They could let these guys leave and kill more, but they're taking time when they have very little time to save their city. To stop, to save the people from Tron, those assholes better be grateful. <laughs> Here's the thing also. We don't know, one, how many Clegg there are, if this is all in one spot, if this is all throughout Mega City, you oh know? Oh, God. Yeah, but go ahead and tell us what's going on here, PK. It's it is a, a fucking mess. It is a goddamn <laughs> battle. You can see them way back down there at the nerve gas uh, tank. Yep. They're fighting in the streets. People are flying off the highway. Yep. There's a, there's a guy flying into another guy, flying into another guy. <laughs> there's... Clegg eating a uh, man. Clegg has two two men. Oh yeah, two mouth. men in his mouth. Like that fucking dinosaur. With met, wet, meaty throat. Oh god. <laughs> was it devil? His, Satan? His, Satanus. Satanus. I was like, I was like, he had like the chain of people. He was gobbling oh, yeah. them. Oh yeah, he was gobbling one at a time. Um, I think he got almost ju got Judge Jack because Judge Jack committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah, Judge Jack. Yeah, Judge Jack was like shell shock for the I rest. I literally of the thought you were trying to refer to Spinosaurus aegypticus from Jurassic Park Three. <laughs> no. You know how we're usually on like on pretty well. You yeah. went for the Judge Dread dinosaur. I went for Jurassic <laughs> Park Three, which is a good Jurassic Park. Maybe. So here's the problem. Jurassic Park is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Maybe 11 out of 10 or 12. It's amazing, yeah. It's my favorite movie of all time. 2 is a good 7 out of 10. I'm going to say 2 is like a 4 out of 10. Really? Oh, it does have the acrobatic scene. I forgot <laughs> that. Hey, you! Velociraptor looks over. <laughs> 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 uh, um, yeah, there's the acrobatic scene. 3 is better scene. than 2, in my opinion. I will say three is better than two. Two had the cool shit, though. It had that fucking trailer. The had... trailer that was a really good toy. It was a really... I always wanted that fucking I'll toy. I'll still put kid. all three of the I would, originals. I'm going to go buy on Amazon and buy that fucking toy. Three I never originals got it. are uh, all above the most recent ones for me. Really? I don't care for any of the new ones. You don't like Jurassic World 1 and 2? I Not that I don't like them. I don't think they're as good. I think Jurassic World 1 and 2 are better than Jurassic World... I Jurassic think, The Lost World. I think that Jurassic Park, Jurassic World would be better if it got Jurassic World, Jurassic Park's dick out of its mouth and told its own story. I love that <laughs> Jurassic Park dick. You can love Jurassic Park dick. You don't have to gobble it yeah, up. Yeah, you do. If you see Jurassic Park dick, you better start sucking it. I'm. <clears throat> anyway. Quote of the, of the podcast. I fucking love that movie. Anyway, can we talk about fucking Judge Dredd? Yes, let's. Anyway, it's a cool fucking panel. There are there are there are there are there are, there are judges on bikes. Uh, they're fighting the Clegg. There's like men falling out of the air. It's the saloon battle across the city. It's it's SJS and the Clegg versus the, the all the other judges. Yep, and there are Clegg that are just being blown apart. Yeah, they're um, in the foreground. That guy's getting like two cannons. Yeah, right through them. 
Um, and one of the judges is calling out, No mercy for Clegg scum! We were leaving! <laughs> we're just gonna go! Can we get to our ship? Nope. Uh, one of the judges, uh, as he is blowing apart a Clegg, yells, Our lives do not matter! Whoa. Because he's fucking like... He's fucking like... Okay, okay. Yeah, finish this. We have failed our city once. We will not fail again. Whoa! Because he got hypnotized, and he's yeah. just like fucking... Our lives do not matter. We're fucking scum of the earth. Yup. We will die fighting the Clegg. Yup. But that's a reason to, like, get pissed and yeah. go to war, you know? Like, yeah. You've yeah, been, they're you've failed been a lot. And now you have all your memories back. Shit, that would suck. Yeah. Um. So, on the east side of the city, the battle for life itself was being fought. And we see Judge Giant is, like, blasting... Um, the anti-vandal door at the base of the Statue of Judgment. Yeah, but fucking both cannons on full power. And I think one of the other judges uh, is yelling out, Cal's, uh, I'll say Kelso, Cal's locked himself in the Statue of Judgment, to which Giant says, Even the bike cannon can't crack this anti-vandal door. <laughs> but this truck might. Get out of the way, Judge Griffin. Just <laughs> leaping out of a vehicle. Now, P PK. Is that the fucking street sweeper? Uh, it looks very much like the Roadliner that they road crashed Roadliner, not yeah. Street Sweeper. It is the same bullet-shaped vehicle with a pointed nose uh, that looked like it was the Roadliner from earlier. Uh, we don't know exactly, but it does look like a butt plug, and it is going towards the gentleman, uh, the Statue oh, of Judgment's God. crotch. Um, however, mm, it's... That's nice. Yeah, it's it crashes right in the door. The truck's gonna ram the door! And it crashes through and breaks into the building, right? Um, and now everyone's piling into the room, right? Oh. Dredd and the others raced in past the body of Judge Kelso, killed trying to squeeze under the door, because remember the door came down on yeah. him. Definitely cut him in half or crushed his upper half. But no, he's, uh, he looks like he's whole right there. Yeah, hold up. Um, at Judge Pepper, however, was saying, as he's holding Kelso's body, like, Don't, don't you die on me, Judge Kelso, my old friend and colleague. Time to mourn later, Pepper. In the five in five minutes, the nerve gas release control becomes active. So, Cal says he's doing a high noon, I think, right? Yeah. So they know when it's gonna happen. Lucky thing, he's not like an Ozymandias kind of like. Who would just do it at thirty minutes early? Or, it's like I or heard, at his whim. I mean, he'd have done it days ago. Yeah. Ozymandias is a, is a is a fucking amazing planner. Cal is a fucking insane tyrant. Ozymandias is also not a villain. I, was Ozymandias right or was Rorschach right? I, the last few panels makes it look like Ozymandias was right. Uh, it's not just the last few panels. It's like his entire motivation for his character that I love. Yeah. He's, he is Thanos. He's He is like the hero of his own story. And worse yet, he's also like, what I did was horrifying and terrible. And no one should have done it. But I did it. Like, he understands that, like... You, like you've seen Firefly, right? Oh, yeah. Have you seen the, the movie? Um, uh, yep. I love the operatives, like... Of course I'm not going to live this I'm new perfect world. I'm not going to live in this new perfect world. No. I'm a monster. I'm helping to create it, and then I'm going to go the way the dinosaur. Yeah, I fucking love that. It's very, very cool. It's knowing what you are kind of thing, right? Yeah. But um, Judge Dredd and them are charging upstairs, we assume, right? Because the it was at the top of the Statue of Judgment where the button's going to get pressed. Yep, because he has to look out over the city as he kills them all. Of course, and Fergie is second behind Judge Dredd, Pepper, Kelso, and the rest are, are, trailing, are trailing behind him. And Fergie's giving a big cheer with a fist in the air yeah, with his bat. Yeah, raising his bat up in the air. Pretty soon, Fergie get heavy, eh, old chappy? Fergie like getting heavy. 
You can get as heavy as you like, pal, if we make it in time. Why would they leave Fergie to fight back on the front lines? Why take him with? He seems like... Because like, they're going after Director Cal, who isn't the most... I'm assuming he's the most very good at combat. He has he strike me as more of a politician. We haven't seen him do much except for execute people. It's weird that they would bring Fergie with them on this. On, uh, uh, well, I mean, he's, a, been a, he's been made a, an honorary judge. That's true, but like, okay, when you're dividing your forces up, you have to figure out who... It's the end of Mass Effect 2. Oh, yeah. Who would go well with okay. best te- what team? Did I ever tell you the story we about We have the that? commando team. Do we take the fucking Groot? Did I? I fucking took... When I did Mass Effect 2 the first time, I gave everyone the wrong... I gave, like, the second best person or third best in, like, the first one or two. And then it came to, like, we need someone who's an expert at hacking. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it's like, by the time I got to the point where it's like, this is obviously the part where this person would be great. I'm like, I've already... I already signed (laughs) him. It's like, fuck. What about the computer? Oh, no, he's... I think literally all my team died. I think it was like oh. Shepard at the end with everybody dead the first time through. I'm like, fuck that noise. Start over. Oh, yeah. I, I, I Thankfully, I had a save. Um, but, yeah. I, I totally get Why is Fergie coming with us, right? Yeah. He's a big muscular guy. Maybe he's he's the front lines when he's not the, he's not the crack, crack commando squad. He's a tank. But it's a comic book. It's a comic book, right? Maybe we're looking too hard. Anyway. Maybe we're looking too hard. <laughs> uh, on they top... want Fergie to be there in the final scenes. Yeah, he's, he's earned his place, right? Yeah. On top of the Statue of Judgment, Cal waited for zero hour with two SJS bodyguards. Little asterisks. Again, Special Justice Squad. He is standing at a railing, uh, and he has two sp- uh, Special Justice Squad members behind him. We can tell by their, ju- by their uh, unique uniforms and helmets. Mm-hmm. And Cal is doing his best... I'm king of the world! Yeah, arms spread wide in the starboard bow. Hold me, Leo. Um, <laughs> and his cape is billowing behind him as he's cheering out, arms thrown to the, uh, to the heavens. Go ahead. Mega City One's greatest moment approaches. The moment of supreme sacrifice. Meanwhile, the judges behind him are talking to each other. Footsteps pounding up the stairs. Dread's coming. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, the other, the other judge. Go for it. We can stop this madman now and win a pardon for our own actions. We'll be heroes. Do it. <laughs> right? You're deciding this now? The moment before you're about to die, too? Why don't you guys tackle him off the railing right now? Just shoot him, right? Uh, however, PK, if you want to describe what's happening here real uh, quick. Judge Cal turns around. He has a, a tray full of drinks now, yep. somehow. Yep. Oh, there's a little picnic basket he must have left up, up here. Oh, yeah, there's a little picnic basket with like a bottle of wine or something in it and look, what looks like a small snub-nosed revolver. Next oh yeah. <laughs> well, to take himself out, maybe. Okay, that's interesting. I never. Th- maybe he planned to kill himself before the gas could get to him. With all this rioting in the streets, are you really? Are you really taking a freeze frame of your picture during its its because it's gonna? Show... He would want to watch it, right? Yeah, but it's gonna. If people, his whole point of doing this is to like, we're the best society in the world. We have to kill ourselves to show how great we were. Yeah. But right now, you're not looking so great because there's a revolution going on. That's kind of true. But he's insane. So He's also completely pants Also, this wine head. is poisoned. <laughs> I love how it took us like two minutes to get to that. Yeah. It's poisoned, huh? This, he's got one in his hand and two on the tray. Those two on the tray... They're poisoned. <laughs> you're you're making a very a very certain call. Calling that shit right now. I I don't know where you would possibly get this from. We did just finish a talk about Ozymandias. Oh yeah, with right. The, with the cyanide capsule. Yep. Okay. All right. So Cal gestures, smiling with these uh, tray of drinks. Yeah. Uh, soon 
will, all will be dead. <laughs> and Megacity 1 will stand forever as a monument to a perfect government. My government! Come, gentlemen, drink with me. Drink this poison. <laughs> he does not say that. <laughs> drink with me. Drink to mark this historic moment. I have saved, saved a bottle of... Uh, EC, EC89, a rare vintage. I don't know what EC89 ICI. We do not know what that stands for. Yeah. But uh, let's see. I thought it was Italian, but EC. These guys are trying to stop him. Let's see what, how this works out. Yeah. PK, what's going on? It shows two judges. You know, they're drinking the, the, the wine and they keel over. Um, and uh, one of them says, and they're like, they're like whispering it kind of to themselves as they say this yeah. to each other. We'll drink with you, Cal. But the only death he will be will celebrate is yours. And then, oh, stomach pain! It's <laughs> a guy. Falls. It was poison. I knew it. <laughs> Fall over, and uh, Cal is like giggling to himself. Uh, the two judges are crumbling. Yeah, falling over. <laughs> I took the liberty of adding just a hint of poison to your glass. Quite a painful one, I believe. Wow. Like I saw, I kind of because I got two on the platter and yeah. one in his hand. I'm like. That's what a villain would do. That's what a villain would do. That's what a villain would... That's villain. what... That's not what heroes do. <laughs> Stay away from that. Only villains do that. Oh my god. I love... I just... Uh, just the fact that it's so... So... I don't know. He's got... He's surrounded himself with yes-men and then he's just killing the yes-men even. Like, it's just... What are you gonna do? He's killing everybody. The, yeah. The two judges, the SJS, are crumbling behind him as he's... Got this maddening, shrieking look on his face, talking now to nobody. I assume. Yeah, I I am not better. It was fated that you should betray. Bitter. I am not bitter. He's not better. I he's he thinks he's better. He thinks he's better. He's not better. I am not bitter. It was fated that you would you should betray me, and fated that fated that you should fail. Mega City's future cannot be changed. It is kismet, destiny. Suddenly. Uh, Fergie comes charging up the stairs towards Cal. Cal is reaching for his pistols and his uh, boot holsters. They, and do they all do a wield? I guess so now. it's. I mean, we don't really know. But um, what happens here, PK? Uh, PK uh, 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 Fergie has a line. Uh, Fergie uh, uh, breaks down the door, wheeling his bat above his head. No! It's getting heavy time! And we As, see... Yeah. Cal draws immediately and shoots Fergie three times. Through the chest. Fergie's down. Fergie's dead. Heroic sacrifice. Wow, did I write this comic book in 1979? <laughs> I don't know. The problem is that... I don't know. If many <laughs> people had written these And I would comics. like to point out that I've been leaving this comic book here. Yeah. I, so I have not you been don't reading read it through. You don't read ahead. I have not been reading it at home. I read it here because I forget it a lot. But then again, I mean, you're, a lot of your predictions do come come true. Yeah. It just depends on how close we get to them, right? Big brain. Uh, Judge Dredd's crying out, Fergie! Fergie! As, uh, uh, I think it's Griffin coming up the stairs behind him, and Cal is just like unloaded on uh, Fergie into yeah. his chest. But uh, we now see that it's not just Dredd. It's a bunch of fucking people. Yeah, there's Griffin, uh, Judge, Dredd, uh... Pepper. Make, oh, Pepper's there, yeah. And of more judges behind them, right? And Dredd entire... shoots the gun out of Cal's hand, by the way. In a fucking badass. badass fucking power move. Don't kill that guy. You might make him suffer, right? Yeah. One more wrong move and I'll drop you where you stand. Your reign is over, Cal. Oh! As the gun gets shot out of his hand. And then this fucking face. Oh, his expressional, expressionful face. Like a full-on shot 
forward of his face, just maniacal, right? Yeah. Go for it. Fool! Do you think mere guns could stop me? There are stronger forces at work here. Seize them! And, and now he points at all the judges around him. Gesturing to everybody. Seize them, I say! And now we see Judge uh, Judge Dredd, Pepper, and Griffin being accosted by the judges that they had helped them out, that had, they had reversed the brainwashing of. I did not expect that. Yeah. Pepper uh, calls out, What are you guys doing? You gone crazy? And one of the judges replies, I, I, I do not understand, Judge Pepper, but I... I feel I must obey Judge Cal. The mass hypnosis! I thought we'd cured it, but in Cal's presence, it's too strong for the judges to resist. Oh, shit! So, yeah. So, a direct order from Cal still overrides the, the, the cured tape. Yep. Fuck! It's, 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 it's still too, like, prevalent in them, right? Dredd, you should have just fucking shot him and killed him and not just disarmed him. Too bad. God damn it. Now everyone's Mexican gonna die, Dredd! So, our next panel has a couple of... Everyone's kind of... Everyone's grappled. Everyone's grappled. Fergie's face down with the other dead bodies, but he's, like, moving still. He's got a speech bubble. He says, uh, he has a line, but so does Cal first. Uh, All that effort for nothing, Dread. You must feel pretty silly. Ah, the light is on. The controls are active. He's looking over at a massive kind of switcher circuit box. Yeah. Uh, next to him that's and blinding out. And on the ground. And uh, which, how would you describe the signal that these guys are making towards Judge Cal here? Because boy, does it, it look a little familiar. It looks a little familiar, a little, a little, uh, you know, oh, National oh, Socialist Party kind of thing. Oh, oh, boot stepping. Um, I would, I would describe them as it's almost, doing the the Hitler salute, doing it, the Nazi salute. It's a slight bend in the arm, but it's very much that. yeah. It's it's. But it also could be, giving them benefit of the doubt, it could be just them hailing him like, hey, we're here, you know, we're your friends, so on yeah. and so forth. We could just be terrible people and seeing Nazis everywhere. Um, <laughs> so, uh, bottom left pic- uh, uh, panel down here, we have a blood-soaked Fergie. Yeah, he's fucking got blood coming out of his mouth. He's got, ugh. Blood stains all over his, his vest. still has his Raymond Judge bag. Still has his Raymond Judge bag, which has a bullet hole shot through it. Um, and... Uh, Judge Cal. Cal is going towards the the panel. Yeah, he's got his finger inch an inch, yeah. not inches, inch it from goes, the fucking button. This one here, this one yeah. here, this one here. It's all you. <clears throat> Just one push and it's all over. <laughs> and then Fergie, fucking just grinning and smiling, hurting pretty bad, Fergie. But you not, but you tough guy, never. Never give in. And now we see Judge Cal's gloved finger just a centimeters away from pressing the button when it's grabbed by the giant ogre-like hand of... Yeah, of, Fergie grabs it by the fucking wrist. Yep. Just one darn second, old chappie. And uh, I have to have you paint a picture with words for this, Pat, because it's such a great... gets Judge Cal in a fucking half-Nelson-looking hold. Like, his arm is, like, around his... his, his his neck and throat. Yeah. He's bending his other, his, his pointing finger back painfully. Yep. And like a fucking police takedown. And Judge Cal looks Just fucking bewildered. He, he very much has the expression, um, I would say, when... Loki gets hulked. Where it's, it's just like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, like, oh! <gasps> didn't know this was a thing. But Cal, uh, Cal is freaked the fuck yeah, out, and, and Fergie's got a big smile on yeah. his dopey face. You and Fergie got a got a score to settle, and it's Cal is just fucking 
dumbstruck. <laughs> what the? Get this creature off me! So, also got to point out, Fergie's fucking arm is as about as, as wide Cal- as Cal's torso. torso. Yeah, yeah, it is fucking massive. It's hairy. It's thick. It's bloody. There are flies flying around him. Fergie is the anti-Cal. It's not <laughs> Judge Dredd. It's Fergie. If, mm. if 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 Fergie if if Cal's a Satan allegory, Fergie's a Jesus allegory. Ooh, that's except a, for the violence. That's a jump and doing the very bad things that he enjoys. Um, uh, but he's reformed and he's a king. I don't know. That's an interesting <laughs> idea. Our next panel, though, turning the page here, has Judge Dredd open mouth agape uh, as several uh, s- several judges grab onto Fergie, who is. Stepping up on the railing, on the railing over the the and he's holding the eyes in the Statue of Justice. Yeah, he's judgment. holding Judge Cal out there. Yeah, and Dredd is thinking to himself, he's climbing the railings. He's too strong. They can't stop him. As Fergie says, "You think Fergie one big dum dum old chappy? You gotta find out the hard way." And Fergie, we have like an awesome like cut into his Just face, like, smiling. Yeah, ain't no flies on Fergie. And then PK, go for it. He jumps out of the eyes of the Statue of Judgment over the railing, mm-hmm. or rather breaking the railing, mm-hmm. with all, looks like, 10 to 15 judges grabbing him yep. as he holds Cal, and it's just a ball of bodies. <laughs> Going like the out. movie Ants. Oh, God, they build, yeah. Like, the giant wrecking ball out of Ants. Yeah, it's just a lot of judges trying to hold on to Fergie, and he's taking them all down with him and Cal. Yeah, it's... The, it's yeah, he just jumps out. Fergie gives his good old call phrase. Easy the Ferg! And I think one of the judges, it possibly... No, it's got to be one of the judges. Oh, no! Oh, and, no. But Cal has some lines here uh, as they are falling. <laughs> Do not fear. Cal the Mighty is with you. As he's falling, and it's like the camera's going close to them, getting facial shots of them. Yeah. I only have to speak and mountains tremble. I have only to command our fall, and our fall will stop. He's fucking delusional. Yeah. Beyond everything. Yeah. So our next, our last little shot right here is, is Cal, Fergie, and some other judge going towards the pave- pavement, yeah. face towards it. Yeah. Observe, mortals. Observe my powers. Stop. And go ahead, PK. Our last bottom panel down here. Splat. At uh. There we are. Oh no, there's something else. Yeah. The the judges we got Tudor, Dread, Giant, Griffin, uh, Tudor, Griffin, Tudor, Pepper. Everyone's like looking over the edge, and it's just like a. It's flat. Like Wiley Coyote, yeah. Like a little tiny. Because it's so flat. zoomed out. Yeah, it's we can't see anything down it's there. A... And uh, Griffin has a line here. The tyrant is dead. The law may live again, Dread. Fergie, an outcast from the city, and he saved us all. Mega City will not forget him. I'll see to that. Turn the statue of Dermot into the statue of Fergie. <laughs> There's an idea. God, now that'd be like a gigantic fucking Fergie looking down on you everywhere you go. That's <laughs> Remember <a> me! <laughs> <laughs> Remember me! <laughs> okay, so, uh, real quick. Hold that there if you don't mind. As so. This next page is technically another prog. I think. Okay, yeah, it says not. aftermath. It says aftermath, and it's basically the aftermath of Judge Cal's reign, right? Yeah. Uh, if you want to describe what's going on here and read it for me, PK. It's a spaceship. 
Leaving, it's a real cool-looking spaceship. It is really fucking cool-looking. It looks like, like the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy spaceship a little bit. Oh, yeah. As it's, like, leaving the atmosphere. I think it's leaving Possibly. The Possibly. It was many days. Oh, they're going to Titan. That makes sense. We'll find out. Keep yeah. reading. Yeah. Just, just a guess. Okay. Um, it was many days. This is narration. Yep. It was many days before the last Clegg mercenary was rooted out of hiding. Those that tried to escape by spaceship received just punishment for their crimes. And so now this is a Clegg spaceship trying to escape Earth, and there are, like, explosions. Oh, they're, okay, so they're being, okay, yeah, I see, they're being shot out from the, by the planet. Yep. Um, PK, you re may remove your, uh, the, the index card, card, the index card I gave you to cover. Um, if you want to read what's going on here. Read narration first. The work of rebuilding Mega City 1 would take many months. Upon Judge Dredd's orders, memorials were erected in, the, in every part of the city. And if you want to describe this memorial, PK, I'd appreciate it. It's King fucking Fergie sitting on his throne. Yep, his tiny... On his little toilet. Giant oversized, and by giant we mean like 40 feet tall. Yeah, because you can clearly see people next to him. That might be Maria. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. It is a woman in a... <laughs> Black sunglasses on, and there's a girl with her though, so I don't are, think that's him. Are those fucking stone? Are those like flies? It looks like stone flies around his head. Yes, I don't know how they're doing that. I don't know how they did that. But there is a giant plaque that we can mostly read. Go for it, Fergie, King of the Big Smelly, mm -hmm. Hero of Mega City One, dedicated to the millions who died in black days of Tyrant Cal. We must never forget. Yeah. Millions who died. Millions. Yeah. So that's yeah, like I said. It, it, I go not go exponentially. Yep. Uh, and most important, in the Grand Hall of Justice, a new Chief Judge was appointed, and we have Dread, Griffin, and Pepper are up like behind a podium. Dread is speaking to a throng or a, a, a what's a a grouping or a large group of judges. Yeah. In the back, people are cheering. You must lead us now, Judge Dredd! Dredd for Chief Judge! To which Judge Dredd replies sternly, Judges, I am honored, but I must refuse. I always say no. Quit asking me. <laughs> you want me to go on a crazy mission? No. Forget it. Okay, I'll <laughs> okay, go. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> uh, but Judge Dredd goes on, Judge Griffin, former principal of the Academy of Law, he acquitted himself bravely against Cal, and he has wisdom to match his years. Let Griffin be your chief judge. As one guy, the same guy, I think, from before, <laughs> just does a complete waiting. Yeah, Griffin for chief judge! We'll do whatever you tell us! Everything you say, Judge Dredd! We'll stop mindlessly obeying orders! <laughs> whatever you say! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Chief Judge! Chief Judge Dredd! Uh, yeah! Chief <laughs> Judge Cal! Chief oh. Judge Griffin! I don't care! Doesn't matter. We'll just say whatever you want us to say. Grampus! Grampus, who is dead, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> judge Pepper was appointed Deputy Chief Judge, and now we have Gri uh, Griffin is, like, smiling and approaching uh, Judge Dredd from the side here. Uh, and what you, and what and what of you, Judge Dredd? Where will you go? <laughs> I don't know why he's becoming more and more. I don't know why the uh, Chinese can't just use forks and knives like regular. I don't, like what the fuck? I don't know what he's. He's voice, slightly racist. He's grandpa. becoming slightly racist, Grandpa. He's I don't know why. Racist grandpa. He's not that old. Um, he probably looks in his like forties, honestly. Yeah. But Dredd has uh, no time to talk to him. My place is where it's always been. On the streets, as we get like a cool, like little back shot of of uh, the shadow of like Drud, and he's like walking into the light. 
I'm needed there more than ever now. And that's how we end the day the law died 20 part epic. Fergie saved the city. Fergie did save the they city. They do love that trope. They fucking love the heroic sacrifice. I'm, I'm so glad that you remember that shit. So, we're going to get to that. Settings and places. Mega City 1, we are inside the Statue of Judgment, which we have seen before a little bit. Yeah. Specifically the eye as well, I believe. Yeah, the eyes are the, the, the viewports. And yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's, it's very symbolic, very well done. We have no real characters to speak of that are new, but we do have, of course, Fergie being Fergie in here. Uh, items, technology of note. We have an ICI-89, what we can assume is a rare bottle of wine, possibly from the year 2089, which oh, yeah. doesn't put it that old, like a 12-year-old wine kind of thing. I was assuming 1989. Yeah, but, but no, it could be, It could be. I guess, the older the better kind of thing, but who knows if it's irradiated, what have you, or if they're growing grapes any, anymore now. Oh, yeah. Everything's synthetic, right? Yeah. Um, also, technology, we can see a Clegg ship, finally. Yeah, we found, and they're... Pretty advanced looking for what I... I was picturing like the orc ships from Warhammer 40k. It's just made out of garbage, basically. Did I tell you my idea I had for a, a, a goblin civilization? That they're in... It's a new a new idea. Fresh oh, no, idea. No, no. It was like, the you know, the everything's made of wood and it's all crappy and, and built for yeah. shit. I had an idea like their calendar is... Uh, they they Their calendar uh, is measures time from the last great fire that destroyed the city. <laughs> they've, they've never had... They've never That's where they measure like, time. Like, since, since ah! the X amount of, like, years since the last great fire, and they've never gotten to more, like, than five. <laughs> <laughs> I love goblins so fucking much. Pathfinder, Pathfinder goblins, goblins are specifically. Yeah. Those are my favorite goblins. They always will be. <laughs> Sorry for cutting you off, but that was the idea I had. That was like it'd be a great idea for a but calendar. You know, I was reading about the lore of orc ships. They're mm -hmm. they're part ice, part <laughs> hollowed out asteroid. Yep, cobbled together with like just ships and freighters and shit hammered together. It's and I was I thought that's what clever, but they have, they have a pretty advanced civilization. Well, they are mercenaries. Maybe these were gifts from other people who hired them. Mm -hmm. Possibly, possibly. Uh, they they did have all a lot of like I guess they had. Their Clegg Hounds were kind of technology for them, so it is interesting that they would be high enough technology. Are Clegg Hounds bioengineered, or are they a species from their planet? I'm guessing a subspecies of some kind, but also they—I mean—they had those guns that were like fitted for them in these all these suits that are fitted That's for true. them. So I don't know. Good question, though. Um, terrible slang, made-up words, Judge Dread one-liners. Uh, we have the the word kismet here, which I had never heard until I did some Shakespeare, I believe. Yeah, meaning fate or destiny. I know because of the, the Kismet musical. There's a Kismet musical. Yeah, uh, I think one was I know because my uncle had a, a vinyl record of it. it. Has this really good song uh, by Dom DeLuise as the Evil Vizier. Oh my god! And it's fucking hilarious. It's like, was I Vizier? I was. Oh my god! And it's Dom fucking DeLuise, one of the most greatest comedians. Um. I do not know who Dom DeLuise is. What's he been in? I don't. I, uh, I haven't seen much for classic movies, unfortunately. Um. Uh. All Dogs Go to Heaven. I know that voice. Yep. Yeah, itchy. The, the okay. The, okay. Yeah. Um. And it's itchy. It's it's those two guys, and they were in uh Cannonball Run together, and Smoking the Bandit too. Oh shit! Nice. I did not know that. Um. We also for a line we get one last. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise did a lot of stuff together. Okay. Okay. I know. Including I know. Including uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. God, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um, we also get one last Easy the Ferg from Fergie before he, the Ferg. before he passes. 
Um, but I like the line at the very end of the prog, I am needed there now more than ever. Isn't crime down? You would think so. But, I mean, the city, we don't know what the city, the state the city's in right now. Well, we know right? that crime was down because Cal made all crime legal and everyone stayed home. That's true. But... I mean, it might not be. It might be chaos right now. Yeah. Like, think about it. I if assume you, that it would be. If you found out that all the judges just had, if every policeman in America uh, just had a civil war and they were way down in forces, why would you not just steal everything you can touch, right? Yeah. I mean, that's all that's holding me back now. I mean, literally, that's it. I would be in a bank right now. Like, <laughs> no. No, I, I wouldn't go for money. Money's on its way out. I'd go for stuff. Ooh, I'd go for money, hoping that way that 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 money's on its way back in. That we're not really collapsing as a society. Give me a couple TVs. That's pretty optimistic, though, for nowadays. Um, <laughs> world building, though. Uh, we have to. I have to mention this. Two of Cal's SJS members debate about stopping Cal from killing all of them, including themselves, in order to receive a pardon from the Resistance once Cal is defeated. This forces me to bring up two things, one of which is a question. But the first thing is a statement. In a way. Or I'm, I'm just... It's more of a... Uh, hypothetical or I guess my question I guess is do you think that Cal actually hypnotized his SJS members or that they were just so loyal to him already that they would follow his every beck and call from what I can gather from what they say it seems like SJS did not go to daily briefings their internal affairs mm -hmm. they didn't have to go on the street they weren't street because they said that the Hall of Justice doing IA stuff and doing whatever Cal told them to do basically yeah and so I think they don't have to attend daily briefings and I think that they are that loyal to Cal, and also that disloyal to Cal. Um, this would also that would lend credence to the fact that Judge Slocum, before his recent pickling, was very critical of Cal. I know pickling, yes, <laughs> his recent pickling. I just love that that's a lie we say. <laughs> We're talking about Judge Dredd comic books, dude. Judge Slocum, before his recent pickling. It's, uh, it's, yeah. This is not what I thought I'd be reading when I read Judge... Well, we'll get into the point which I thought what I thought I'd be getting into. I mean, it's gotten more cyberpunk. It really has. Yeah, it's by leaps and bounds, but... Um, but before this, we were reading about a dinosaur, dude. For a lot. There it's, was a lot of dinosaurs. There was a lot of moist this, throat noises. This... <laughs> the Day the Law Died is the most Judge Dread arc that I envisioned. Yeah, this has been the most, most like Judge Dread, I would say, um, as, as we know him. So yeah, um, and the Curse of the Earth had very, due to my a lot of my influence of Judge Dredd being the movie, yeah, had a lot of Judge Dredd things for me. I was like, okay, I can see that being Judge Dredd esque or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. No worries, it's okay. My question though, following that, if we are, if we're going to assume that the SJS were not hypnotized into obeying Cal, here's the real question: Why the fuck would you wait until the goddamn moment before he presses the button? That to to stop him just now. Why? For the pardon? But to I mean, make like, sure that you have him exactly where you want him. It's just you two and him. It's there's no one. There's no possibility of betrayal because it's two guys with one plan. But it's like, yeah, they should have done it earlier. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, Slocum went along with all this. From the get-go. And Slocum at various times was like, I don't think I should be doing this. He manipulated, I don't think I should be doing this. He manipulated Judge Cal. He straight up was like, we're, uh, the only person who could kill him, Judge Dredd, is uh, we killed him. Yeah. Like, we killed him and we're, it's wrong. Judge Slocum had ample opportunity to, to, to save everyone. And, and and it was too late before he decided to. Yeah. He didn't even we don't know if he was ever going to decide to. Uh, no, he was, he was offering up Walter to get on Cal's good sides again, remember? Right. So... 
It's it's just crazy the fact that they kept following this guy. Um, also, Cal offering glasses of wine slash champagne moments before he plans to commit genocide should send up the reddest of red flags for these two idiots. Okay. But nope. I, I'm, nope. I, yeah, it should. We get an Ozymandias-style cover-up several years again before Watchmen is written. Again, going back to the very Roman uh, uh, influence the story has, yeah. it's Nero fiddling, fiddling while Rome burns. It's exactly that. It's like, I'm going to have a toast I'm going to toast to myself while the city burns around me and I kill everyone in it. Yeah. It's very much that. Um, we specifically, I think we brought up Nero as like the ins- uh, the the character inspiration early on for Cal because yeah. there was a lot of there was a lot of parallels being drawn. Yep. Um, it's also an interesting thing I want to bring up. It looks like the Clegg fought to the end, and some even tried to obviously escape from Earth. My question is, uh, I wonder if we'll ever see one again. One, two, That'd be a cool callback. Or if any survived by like escaping into the cursed earth or in the sewers. Or down with the fucking in the undercity where yeah. not one of them's king. How alligators in the sewers? Yeah. And also it would make sense though they'd set that up like hundreds of episodes beforehand. I like that idea. Yeah. How cool would it be if they did like a if we if we ever got to modern day comics and it's like there's something killing people in the sewers and it's a it's fucking clegg. It's a clegg from this era. That'd be fucking dope as shit. <laughs> That'd be an insane callback. That'd be an insane fucking callback. That's a fucking uh, uh who's that guy that Writes DC comics who call who does like callbacks from the characters from like the sixties. Oh shit. yeah, like Watchman oh, Grant Morrison. Yeah, Grant Morrison. The, call, that'd be a Grant Morrison level like, callback. They bring back like Calendar Man. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I also want to bring up something else. Uh, Fergie killing Cal. What do you think that reminds me of a lot? Yeah. What do you, if I had to, if you had to pick a piece of media that I would compare that to, what would you say? Oh, Lord of the Rings. Thank you. Fergie killing Cal is is Gollum going after Frodo. Reminds me very much of Gollum and the One Ring from Lord of the Rings. Dread spared Fergie's life and insisted he could have a much larger role to play several times since they've met, much like Gandalf and Gollum. Um, which leads me to reading one of my personal favorite quotes from because I'm currently like at the last chapter. I'm at I'm at the breaking of the fellowship right now. Oh yeah, you're book. reading those books. I'm almost done with it. I should um, know. I knew it was one of the things with you immediately. Um, We've so, been friends for a very long time, Andy. Th- this is one of my favorite quotes in like my life, and I love it so much. And it's almost delivered like word for word in the movie, um, which I'm really thankful for. Pity, it's a pity. It is pity that stayed at Bilbo's hand. Many that live deserve death. Some that die deserve life. Can you give it to them, Frodo? Do not be too eager to deal out death in judgment. Even the very wise cannot see all ends. My heart tells me that Gollum has some part to play in it, for good or evil, before this is over. The pity of Bilbo may rule the fate of many. Yes. What a great fucking line. And the dude, that's like, that is like almost verbatim in the movie. Yeah, it's close to verbatim in the movie. And I really, really like it. It It's very much... um. What's the what's the line like? It, it's very much like the hero's journey slash sacrifice, and it's it is so close of a parallel to fucking uh, Spike's Harvey Rodden. It really is. It is. They love um, that hero sacrifice. Completely, like you you hit it dead on the nail. Like it's such an and obvious a, thing. I'm not even mad. I'm a, I mean, Fergie died, but I fucking love that trope. It's a good. The trope. heroic sacrifice is one of my favorite things. Uh, I think that's why Cinema Wins always does like heroic sacrifice. Bing! Oh yeah. yeah. Um. 
Also, the memorials committed to Fergie are a nice touch, and I like the quote, the black days of Tyrant Cow. The black days of Tyrant Cow are really uh, cool. It is good to, that, it's good that they're going to try and remember him that way and not the way he tried to paint himself. As the supreme leader who, who could stop gravity? Or, he had gone so insane! Or, that, or even the idea that he had created the perfect society, when it clearly was extremely flawed. Yeah. And... The worst. It was. It was very much. We, we, he's been compared to Mussolini. Trains ran on the time. Trains ran on time. Yeah, it's very much that. It's a fascist government, basically. Um, however, I have to ask you a question, though. Like Nakira. Oh my God. Here's a question, though. They're rebuilding the city, and dread like everyone. I know you get a break now. No more building the wall. No. Build me these giant statues. Of this man from the sewer. I'm going to assume, <laughs> for the sake of Judge Dredd, that he is a lot more lenient and not forced work camps than Cal. There's a lot more rebuilding some of the buildings in the city. Mm-hmm. is a lot less labor than building a mile-high reinforced concrete steel wall around the... Did you see the size of Mega it City was One? Fucking insane! Yeah, it's it's. And they did it in uh, what? Uh, 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 three weeks? Three weeks, and it's like a uh, hundred feet thick and like a mile tall. Yeah, and yeah, it's, and it's all the way. If it's all the way around Mega City One, we've seen the map. Yeah, it's that's it's spanning most of North America. The continent, yeah, the continent. So I'm going to assume there's a lot less labor involved. He doesn't have to work people to death. Spanning most of the eastern coast of, of, of North America, but yeah. Yeah. My question is, would he have it like commissioned that the judges build it? Would he use like forced prison labor? What do you think? <sighs> or is this? It's a dystopian future. It's robots. 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 That's it. That's why didn't I think robots? Robots could do it. No, no forced labor. Yeah, no forced labor. Remember, the most menial jobs are given to robots. Yeah. So, street sweeping. Boom. Then there's there's construction robots. The heavy there metal boys. The heavy metal boys. Remember yeah. those? That, yeah. Our, our first band that we there's had. A, there's a there's a carpenter robot. We could. We could have him build let's, some stuff. Let's bring back Call Me Kevin. He knew a lot about building up things like resistances. <laughs> Call Me Kenneth, build the statue. Dude, what if they brought back Call Me Kenneth later as, like, we need an ally who was super deadly and they bring him back again? That'd be insane. I, anyway. how, I would love to read all of Judge Dredd, which we're going to do, but I want to see how many callbacks they do. From, like, how old are we going to have to be? Oh, so much there's dread. so much fucking Judge Dredd. There's 29 of these books. We're in the second 29? one. 29? At least. There's at least 29 of these books. Oh, God. And that is, like, up just the case files. It's been one week. One a week. At least. Because it splits. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's know, a thing. Yeah, we start, we start with, uh, with 2099. Yeah. Or uh, 2001. That's 2099. Oh, 2099. And then we'll go to DC, and then IDW. I heard DC has some of the darkest Judge Dread. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. The, the what the decade we get there finally. See you 2050. <laughs> yeah. Um, we review Judge Dread forever. <sighs> Yay! We'll be, we'll be an actual Mega City One by the time we're done. What's the what's the yeah? We're we're past it in some points. Um, <laughs> what's the what's the? Uh, <laughs> be there I want to the- get on the escalator, land. I want to get on the ride. This is the ride. Yay! <laughs> That's the shit I'm thinking about. Um, I also want to mention one thing for world building. Tudor Griffin, one of our favorite characters, especially design-wise, is now Chief Justice. Now is Chief Judge of Mega City One and Judge Pepper, the the one-legged Tudor guy. Yeah. Uh, is Deputy Chief. Yay! Continuity. I wonder how long these two will last. I know from reading a list of the the Chief Justices, 
they start going <laughs> through them. I got a feeling There's, it's like the, and congratulations, sir, you are now our new defense against the dark arts teacher. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we had, we had who are these seven good men for, what, 40 years, and now it's, they just start, now is the part where they start going through them. Yeah, I, it's... Once yeah. the first one gets killed at the beginning of this one, it's just I heard dominoes. That one of them's a bearded lady. You told me this once, and I think that was too many times. Um, I didn't need to remember that, but now I do, and I'm ashamed that I do. But you know, I also have duck penis facts in my Google oh, search that's history. True. So now we got... that's that's a thing that exists. So, and she's one of the better ones. Um, yeah. Uh, also, this marks the first time in the comics that Judge Dredd has turned down the position of Chief Judge. Which um, we know is a thing that's going to happen a lot. Because we saw it in the fucking movie. We saw it in the fucking movie. Sylvester Stallone turned it down. Yeah. Um, I wonder, at the very end of the movie. Like, we should keep a, a running tally. We're yeah. at one. So we're at one. <laughs> Just make it a two <laughs> counting the movie, but we're not. No, we're not going to count the movie. Uh, also... Death count. Judge Cal poisons at least two of his SJS members. We saw that. Or just two of them. Fergie takes Cal down with him, along with several hypnotized judges over the railing, who I feel that must have been a rough ride for, because they're like, I don't want to be doing this. My body's doing it on its own. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. That's terrifying. It's a little more dark, isn't it? Your body is like just even walking do, yeah. you off a cliff for no good reason to save yeah. an evil asshole. All because some fucking... Asshole that like, said. Mm, now I know how the Winter Soldier feels. Oh. Imagine if you were. Imagine if you're Winter Soldier and you, like you succeeded in saving Hitler's life. Like what the fuck? Like how would you fucking feel? Like it's awful. Um, that I mean, I wouldn't want to have preserved. Like, I don't. If if I was one of those judges and I had saved Cal's life, I might be worse off than just dying. Honestly. Yeah. Like that's fucked up. Um, but. I'm like I, I said. I'm beginning to notice. I wrote this down before. We, I didn't know we were going to talk about it so much. I'm beginning to notice a running trope of our hero meeting an unlikely ally, and then that ally heroically sacrificing themselves to save everyone. Spikes, for example. Uh, I wonder how long we're going to be able to go without seeing that trope again. Like, I mean, it's always a new character. It's always somebody we're introduced yeah, to. Yeah, well, it's like that. In this arc it's, or halfway through the arc or something. Yeah. Well, Spike was there at the beginning, but yeah. But it also it's a very <laughs> It's a very vibrant character that you really like, but you can kind of say, I don't see this happening for the long run. Yeah. I can see this getting grading in the long run. I mean, I'm I enjoying about that with it Walter, now. but we're still well, here. Well, <laughs> you're right about that. And he and keeps I think being too, a plot point for some reason. I think reason. too many of those characters and people are like, too annoyed. <coughs> you know? Yeah. We're waiting for the new the new character to be introduced just so they can... It's George R. R. Martin. It is! You introduce someone, make everyone like him, and kill him. Yeah. That's yeah, that's, it, but yeah. I, you know, I okay. So maybe I, I am a little jaded, but like I said, it's like I love this character, but I can see in the long run he's gonna fuck with the status quo that I also love more. I get that, and I think he's not gonna last for very long. I'm, we'll see. One of apparently one of the we haven't had much for recurring bad guys. Every bad guy dies or is or is permanently dealt with for the most part. That's true. But I'm waiting, ready to see how. Oh my god, dude. We know that Judge Death shows up in the next Case Files Compendium, and we're he's close. on the cover. We're at we're at like the end, end of Case of Files too. Yeah, we're so close. We're about to like meet Judge Death finally for it's the first about time. To, shit's about to go happen. I'm I'm excited for this actually. I didn't I didn't realize how close we are to that. That's really cool, honestly. Yeah, um, I was fucking I was awesome. We're like, oh, I got Volume Three. Fuck, that's Judge Death on the cover, <laughs> and you know it's him in a minute or in a second because he's got the most one of the most distinctive. 
looks. You okay? I mean, Judge they ripped Dredd, it off. They ripped it off for fucking uh, the Batman, Batman laughs. You look at Judge Dredd. It's not the most popular comic book out there. Yeah. But people can look at Judge Dredd and tell, say, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. That's a distinctive design. Yeah, it's a very distinctive design, and I love it. Um, I also want to mention that uh, a metric shitload of Clegg have been killed. Possibly all of them. That could have been a genocide for all we know. I think it's more interesting. There's like, I like to think the that entire there's... race doing this mission. I mean, they they mention it like they talk about them as a race, as a people being a yeah. mercenaries. And wow. also, there's the Star Wars trope of like every alien is a certain stereotype, and every per, every person of that alien race is the same stereotype. It's it's the it's the planet of hats trope on TV tropes. Planet where of hats. every planet has a certain distinctive feature that they just have, and that's it. Yeah, that's that's their whole character. Like like the 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 joke being that everyone on this planet wears a hat. That's very good. I did not know that was a trope. Honestly, yeah. um, I yeah I I like to imagine that some Clegg have lived on in the sewers, maybe as a you know alligator man, or maybe they've made their way into. Dude, that'd be uh, a fucking awesome ass villain, like a hundred. 200, 300 issues down the progs down the line. Yeah. It's like the super mutated deformed or devolved Clegg oh my shows God, up. Can you imagine a Clegg that like has this version of radiation on it? Like, yeah. Be like a fucking 100 foot Clegg man. It would be terrifying. That's. It's Godzilla. He'd be effectively Godzilla. That'd be the coolest villain. That Judge Dread Writers, IDW, hey, if you're listening to our hey, podcast. Guys. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to, like, contact us, hit us up. We got some ideas for your new issues. You want to do a Godzilla Clegg, like, Judge Dredd crossover? That's how you you do do it. You could do a Kaiju. You could do a Clegg Kaiju Godzilla. It could be, it could be almost as good as the 1995 Godzilla. We got to get Hank Azaria on board. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what, uh... Matthew Matthew Broderick I almost said McConaughey and John Renault. yeah I'm not sure what they're up to right now but you know I'm sure we can get them oh, Nick Satopoulos Satopoulos I, I, I only name. remember I only I, remember the two I watched it in theaters I watched it a million times I watched it in theaters and I watched it I rented it I went to Family Video and rented <laughs> a VHS of Godzilla 2000 that's a very old sentence <laughs> feels like my mother drove me in our station wagon to Family Video ooh Man, uh, we went. Oh, that's yeah. I had called them on my house phone to see if it was in there. Yeah, I used my landline. We had to fill up at a Shell gasoline <laughs> station. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, if I feel old now, thank you. Uh, my bowl. Also, I have to mention this, and it's it's kind of disappointing, but kind of understandable. Finally, we get an estimate for the total body count over the course of this arc. Millions. It just says millions. We don't know if it's tens or hundreds of millions. Or it, just well, over here's the thing. one million. It's Yeah, that's the thing. Because we have, in the past, when uh, when Mega City was first introduced, it said 800 million. Mm-hmm. That was very early in the first progs. Yeah. Most recently, when Judge Dredd returned from being sheriff on the moon, that's a sentence I have to say, <laughs> uh, he, he, he specifically notes that uh, it is a, Mega City One is a city of a hundred million people. Yeah. So it's probably not in the hundreds of millions, maybe not even tens of millions, but maybe in the single-digit millions kind of thing. There's no way Mega City One only has a hundred million people. It's for it to be that huge and that densely I'm populated densely, and narrow. Going yeah, up, like, I think eight hundred million is close, much closer than the actual people. I really maybe think he so only meant one sector. Maybe, maybe it feels like I, I, I think I distinctly remember like he definitely, over he definitely said it, saying it. Um, but yeah, that's a very good point, honestly. I look at, well, okay, so again, I'm using for reference Dread. Yeah. 
And I'm thinking, you know, with with with, with Carl Urban. Oh, good. He's so fucking cool. Oh, I love the. You need to watch that movie. Yeah. We need to um, watch it. There's no way it's 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 got to be 800 to to a, to a thousand a lot of people. I am I mean in a single mega block in that movie, I imagine there's tens of thousands. Of people. Yeah, Probably, maybe ten, but not hundreds of thousands, but tens of thousands of people in a mega block. I could understand that. Um, also, I have to mention uh, we don't know exactly how many died during Cal's reign, but we can only confirm that this is by far and away the highest body count we have had so far in the comic. Yeah, the most. Before this, previously... The nerve gas attack? It was the oxygen board, yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, not nerve th- gas, oxygen. It was five, it was, because we just had nerve gas. Uh, 53,000 people died on the yeah. moon. On the now, moon. That is fucking times ten. Yeah, this this is millions, like, so... And it's only gonna get worse, from what I read, because we're gonna go from here to the Soviet wars, to the block wars, to... To, 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 uh, uh, I didn't know Soviet Wars was a thing. Or maybe the Block Wars is the Soviet Wars. I know Wars? Block Mania is a thing. Block Mania. Yeah. There is a Soviet Wars. It's a war with Mega City 2. There's, there's, uh, Jesus. the Necropolis. Oh. There are some arcs coming up where it's like hundreds of millions died. It's nuts. It just gets it's more, it just goes exponential to the roof, yeah. basically. Um, so, PK, that wraps up our fucking The Day the Law Died arc. My question is. What do you think about like the whole arc so far? We have one more comic to do, by the way. Yeah, I know. We have okay. one, we have we, we have one two thirds done. The most Judge Dread arc I've read so far. I think that like, I, we talked about this last time. If that... I were gonna start reading Judge Dread again, <laughs> I would start here. Yeah, you don't have to read all him on the moon. It you doesn't affect anything. Don Agapino. Oh. You think that though? You think that? Um, <laughs> oh no, he, he does come back. He, he does come that. back. As so did Max Normal in this. The fu- pinstripe, the freak. pinstripe freak. He came back in this arc, but that's the minority now. Yeah, the yeah. majority is this fucking arc is the most Judge Dread arc I've read so far. And we are finally at a dystopian future. We've arrived. It yeah, been, where a off. tyrant takes control, and within minute, within weeks, yeah, it's all gone to shit. Well, remember he uh, said he reigned for one year. Oh so, yeah. yeah! Wow. No, not a year. A hundred days. A hundred so days. We're still in uh, the middle of one hundred two. Yeah, two hundred two. Two one hundred two. So uh, my like, we're a couple months in actually. Um, uh, my question for you is it's summertime. <laughs> I'm just excited that like I'm excited to move on because we again we haven't had a Judge Dread Monster of the Week. No, we haven't. Frog. We haven't had a Mr. Eek. We haven't had a, a Mr. Buzz. 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 Mr. Buzz. We haven't had it's yeah. The Solar Sniper. We haven't had shit like that in a while. It's been a it's been what? 50 issues? Okay, I'm gonna, real quick, real quick. 30, 20 uh, of this and how many how long was Cursed Earth? Cursed Earth was 25 parts. So 45 issues since we've had but the Judge Dredd that we've grown used to. More than that, but because directly before that was the fucking moon arc. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. There was... Hang on. There was a man, the firebug issue that Oh, happened. the firebug. The, the arsonist. The arsonist guy who was but collecting. But Judge Dredd, still... the comic as we know it, is rapidly becoming Judge Dredd what we know it. <laughs> Yay! And I'm excited. It's the point we talked about a long time ago. Yeah. It's finally gonna, ha- or it's we're getting closer. Yeah. So we're getting closer to the Judge Dread you and I know. Take that, put nice framing around it, okay? Okay. Set it to the side over here. Keep it in view. I will. For the first page or the first panel of our next prog. If you're ready to go through with it. Yep. All right. 
We're going to move on then to Prague 109, Punk's Rule. Uh, it is dated, it released, released April 28th, 1979, script by John Howard, Wagner. Artist Brian Bolland is back, our oh! expressionist guy. And, the faces. Uh, yep, face man. And letters are by Tom Frame. PK, I would love for you to read the top narration on top of the page and then work your way uh, down left. Go for it. Following the death of the tyrant Cal. Not even judge, I like that. Yeah, the he's just tyrant Cal. now. Mega City One slowly began to return to normal, but there were some places in the city where law and order had broken down too far. Places where even judges were not safe to venture. Judge Dredd in Punk's Rule. Um, PK, if you want to describe this beautiful half-page, like, vertical panel we Whoa! have going on. Yeah. Those yeah. guys are fucking weird. Yeah, looking. yeah. Go for it. Uh, Remember, Cyberpunk. Getting yeah! closer. We are getting... Yeah. Cyberpunk, dude. We have these fucking future <laughs> counterculture punks. Yep. Um... They are dragging away a nice Clark Kent. Oh yes, yes. Who, that is Clark Kent. It is Clark Kent. In his in his trilby and his uh, uh, umbrella, umbrella and his in his two piece suit. Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> they all have like chains on their faces. One guy has four chains on each corner of his mouth. Yeah, pulling his mouth open. And they're you know leopard. They're 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 cyberpunk punks. Yeah, they're the guys you see walking around the city in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Well, sometimes okay. Sometimes in that game, <laughs> you will see people walking on the street. You will see like sometimes NPCs spawn, and you can see them. I don't recall that happening in my playthrough, honestly. I I remember getting into a car, <laughs> and there was just buildings, and that's it. Sometimes, sometimes there are people. I don't know. I I don't recall that. I recall small adults the size of children that were haunting. Well, and those terrifying. are those are people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's shoot up Cyberpunk These, some more. That game I played 250 hours of. Jesus Christ. I'm waiting for that PlayStation 5. Um, um anyway, the Dragon Way Clark Kent, uh, they have <laughs> they have like little 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 badges on the one of them has a little arm badge that says judge. Um, They're dragging him away to a building yep. where there's a sign that says Fish Mart. Yep. But nailed over it <laughs> is another sign that says Hall of Justice. J-U-S. US. Justice. Um, and like some of these people descriptions, we have like people with like nose and lip piercings from the same ring that goes to a chain to their shoulder. Yeah. There's a guy with spiky pants. Yeah, well, yeah. There's a, a woman wearing like a leopard well, print, print crop top. top. There's a guy with a Viking helmet. No, there is a Viking guy. I, it's that just... guy's straight up a fucking Viking from Conan the Barbarian. This is a guy... He's a time traveler and does not belong here. How did this guy from our nation's capital make it all the way back <laughs> into Judge... Dr wow, I went there, didn't I? Not the Buffalo Man. The Buffalo Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyways. Buffalo Man has a line. I'm going to have you read for Buffalo Man. <laughs> uh, I am going to make him a Viking, though. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Go for that first line. You decided this. <laughs> Acha, the boys have hooked a norm. What did he do? File tooth? And what <laughs> did I just read? <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a weird sentence, and you're going to read it in a weird accent. So I didn't know he was going to say nonsense. <laughs> We're getting some future slang. Yeah, we are. Fucking, uh, oh, God, what are they always saying? And Supreme, Nova. Yep. Uh, uh, is this from Clockwork Orange? No, this is from uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yep, yep. Which I played 100 Chrome. 
Chrome, mm-hmm. Nova, Prem, Zeroed, Hustle. Yeah. Hustle meaning hired muscle. Oh. To quote Manteau. To quote Manteau. Nice. Well, this Viking, muscular Viking man with a vest on is saying, Hacha, the boys have hooked a norm. What did he do, Filetooth? Filetooth. Oh, Filetooth is a person. Filetooth. Like, what did he do? Filetooth? Like, <laughs> uh, no, he didn't do that. It's not. Uh, Filetooth is a name, and it is the name of this bald man. With who, the four chains. With the, the four chains, one each pulling a different corner of his mouth back. And the filed fucking teeth. It, does he remind you of anyone in a comic book? Specifically in a comic book. Specifically in a comic book. The first thing I think of is the guy with the file teeth from Bloodsport, the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Oh, okay. Uh, In a comic book. There's specifically a Batman comic. Remind you of anybody? Fucking, oh my god. Something on the edge of my mind I can't think of right now, no. So, his look, in my opinion, is very evocative. Uh, And it can't be based off it, because obviously... uh, That was later. This came later, even though Batman's been around for longer. Uh, It's the Frank Miller... uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, the punks from the, the future! The punks from the yeah. future. Yeah! Their, their leader is bald and the he has filed The Mohawk! Teeth. Yeah. yeah, who fucking fist fights Batman. And he like snaps shit and he's got filed teeth. Yeah! Uh, he looks very similar to that. He does! Opinion. It's very interesting. Um, it's purely coincidence, obviously, but uh, Filed Tooth has got a big old maybe smile on his face. Oh, because he files his teeth down to the sharp. Filed Tooth. Filed Tooth. The crumb, the dumb crumbo tried to come in a district without paying his toll. We're taking him to the hall of just us for trial. And the the Clark Kent gentleman is is crying. Help! Help! Let me go. And I'll have you read this PK for me real quick. Go for it. So Spike's Harvey Rotten is here. <laughs> his old design. No, from... no. The Spike's Harvey had the biker helmet with the spike. Oh, you're. Right. And this... he had a big mustache. Yeah. That. Well, he looks. He's got the. The guy who looks like a biker in a leather vest mm-hmm. with a... I just yep. noticed his yep. gavel. He's, a, he's the judge. Yep. His gavel is a normal-ass claw hammer. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and he's, like, handing up the sentence or whatever, like 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 the Scarecrow and Dark Knight Rises. He's wearing a... It's a kangaroo a, court. He's wearing a... Uh, a biker helmet with a skull and crossbones on it and a leather vest. How would you describe the man standing next to him? I was hoping I wouldn't have to. Nope, you're going to definitely have to. The man next to him... Is a is a bald, uh, simple-looking man. Yep. With kind of beady eyes and a large nose and yep. a, a large earring gauge. Yep, yep. Uh, and a nice little faded white tank top. Yep, yep. But the most striking thing about this man, there is an arrow through his head. There is an arrow, not even like the joke kind of arrow. Maybe like the headband with the two arrows. No. No. There's it's an arrow going in <laughs> and coming out of his head. <laughs> Um, yes, it is going in roughly around his left temple and emerging somewhere in the back right. Uh, what the hell? He is standing there. He is looking very, uh, not present, I would describe. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's <clears throat> a million miles away right now. Uh, inside the hall of just us, this man with a claw hammer, fake judge, is yeah. delivering a sentence. Go for it. Uh, uh, I'm Gestapo Bob Harris. <laughs> Remember I told you Whoa! that? Remember I told you to put a pin in the Gestapo thing? Yeah! We've made it back here. The chief judge, and this is my deputy brainstorm. <laughs> you got anything to say before I pass the sentence? And the the Clark Kent guy, who we're, we see like the back of him, his shoulders being held and his trilby hat. Yeah. Don't see his face. This is outrageous! 
Oh, wait, there's a power panel we didn't finish out here. What's that? In the very bottom right down here. Oh no, oh, oh, I guess that is. I, That's I, part I thought of the it first was. panel. Oh, there's a couple of punks um, closer yeah, to the Yeah, it's not very important, but they're cool designs. Yeah, um, the girl has like crazy hair and a fucking tarantula. Tarantula earring. Yep. The dude has... like a, a, a shaved bald spot on, on his, his normal, like, short cropped hair. And like a fucking... A fucking surgery looking scar. Surgery scar And there. a fucking lip piercing that goes to his ear. Yeah, and the girl saying to him, Hey, your breath smells awful! Gee, thanks! It's an, it's a fucking cartoon. It's a cartoon. This is what's happening now. We're we're getting closer. This is fucking the Mario Brothers cartoon. Royal sliminess. It's like we're getting closer to cyberpunk. It's kind of a parody of cyberpunk right now, even though it doesn't know it's being. Okay. But we have Gestapo Bob Harris. Gestapo Bob Harris and Brainstorm. And Ugh. Brainstorm. Brainstorm obviously being the gentleman with the uh, mouth open, large nose, eyes yeah. rolled back arrow through his head um oh my god so now we move over jim nausea <laughs> pleaded the case for the defense <laughs> jim nausea is that is that the guy with the bad breath uh we do not no, i don't think so okay um, yeah. but he uh, a gentleman has his hands over the client's mouth over the, the clark kent's mouth uh and he's uh speaking for him to the gestapo go for it oh okay i'm jim nausea yep. okay my client would just like to say that he's as guilty as sin, and he wants the maximum. He wants to pay the maximum penalty. Now, uh, Gestapo Bob, we get like a close-up of him, really, really awful-looking, sneering smile on his face, big nose ring. Yep, and uh, like a clearly like a bold pleased. Nose ring. Um, what does it say on his helmet, PK? There is no justice, spelled incorrectly. J U S T U S. There is just us. Or there's just us. Go ahead and read that. That's for him. fucking cool. Go read for I don't him. know why, but I really like that. Go for it. Alright, uh, okay, my my Gestapo Bob Harris voice is also my gymnasia voice. <laughs> it's fine. I hope you forgive me. No. <laughs> Never. I find the defendant guilty as charged and sentence him to give everything he owns to me. Strip <clears throat> strip the crumbo down and get rid of him. And now our next panel we see Go ahead and paint a picture, PK. <laughs> Yep. Clark yep. Kent is naked. He's in his whitey tighties. Except whitey tighties, umbrella, glasses, and hat. Yep. As he kind of walks away looking dejected. Yep. He's walking away from that domed building, which was the Hall of Just Us. <laughs> oh, what a terrible day. And, oh my god, the punks are all like leering and jeering yeah, from behind. Yeah, pointing at him. There's like a pay toll here sign and yeah. cosmic punks territory. Cosmic punks territory, pay toll here. Did he fucking walk past this shit on the way in? Like, <laughs> maybe he it was, maybe like the bridge was up and they tricked him to go in there. And then like, he went in there and they're like, ah! Or, or is he like one of those assholes who like, oh, I see a cone. I better get out of my car, move it, drive 10 feet into cement and then complain, right? It's it's possible. We he don't could, know. We don't know about this Clark Kent man. But one of the punks from the back is yelling uh, out. Oh uh, no! It's that's actually it, the, that's, that's that's Clark Kent. Clark Kent. I'll, I'll give for him. Darn it! Why can't you find a real judge when you want one? And which uh, a punk replies, "The cosmic punks are the law in this sector. Any judge who comes in here, he won't come out. He so, don't come out. He don't come out. So." There are no judges in there, this sector. Okay, well, they're short on judges, I would assume. I can imagine as much. Um, in the real Hall of Justice, the situation was worrying new Chief Judge Griffin. PK, I like this panel a lot. Tell me what's going on. Uh, it is pretty fucking cool. Okay, so we've got Chief Justice Griffin now and mm -hmm. uh, uh, Deputy Judge Griffin. Uh, 
Deputy Judge? Deputy, uh, Deputy Judge? Judge Kelso. Deputy Judge Kelso. No, Kelso. Kelso died. Uh, Pepper. 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 Yep. Um, um, and they're overlooking a map of Mega City 1, pointing at various sectors. It's a really cool-looking shot of the of the, of the the Hall of Justice. Yep. Dread is in the room as well, as well as an unnamed judge off to the side. Yeah, um, who's wearing the distinctive double pauldron of a, a higher-ranking elite judge, I assume. I think so as well. My question is, do you want to voice... Do you want to voice Pepper, or do you want to voice Griffin? I want to be Griffin. Go for Griffin. I'll be Pepper. And then Judge Dredd. All right. The the war against Cal allowed the street gangs to come back in force. It's worse here in Southside Sector 41. The Cosmic Punks, they were in the previous panel, (laughs) have uh, set themselves up as judges and declared a no-go area. Stamp on it sharp. Organize an assault squad. Fifty men should do. Judge Pepper. But Judge Dredd's got his hands on his hips in the background. I disagree. We're giving these cheap lawbreakers more credit than they deserve. Send just me. Oh my God, that's what's gonna happen. Did you you, you looking ahead at stuff or what? No, I, I I predicted it. You predicted that's this? what's gonna happen. Judge is gonna go clear out the cosmic punks all by himself. That'd be an idea. <laughs> so we get a close-up of Judge Dredd in his magnificent square, that's a scowl. chin, yeah, um, like gesturing at himself with his own thumb. The street gangs have lost their fear of us. It's time we gave it back to them. Let's show them one judge is worth a hundred punks, cosmic or otherwise. Yep. He's going in alone. He's going. That's Judge Dredd's method. But it's, it makes kind of sense of like he wants to instill that a yeah, judge okay, can so, take out anyone. Yeah, he does. He wants to put that the fear of one judge is a, is a space marine. I I also have the feeling like. Do people really need more fear right now of judges, considering they've been like worked to death? The punks do, because they're they're, they're setting uh, up their own little the street gangs. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that very much. So, um, we we turn a page, and that night, Whoa. We, behind the cosmic punks barricade, we have an uncomfortable close up of Filetooth, yeah. which we know filing we, his teeth, filing his teeth, uh, and we have a couple other guys all piercings and collars around them. Yeah, Filetooth is saying as he looks looks around. Word is the judges might hit us tonight. Gestapo Bob says to keep your blaster fingers oiled. To which another punk responds. Natch, foul dude. Natch. I gotta write that one down. Natural. Naturally. Oh, good. Good. I like that one. Um, I never put that together. I would have never put that together. Um, and another guy says, oh, hey, I hear an engine. And now they're looking into the headlights of a large dump truck driving towards them. It's only a garbage truck. To which, uh, I believe... No, it's Filetooth, sorry. That's Filetooth because you can see the chains and bald head. So one guy says, it's, it's only a garbage truck, Filetooth. It's only a garbage truck. So who's that crumbo in the cab? It's Judge Dredd, but where are the others? And Judge Dredd is like, this is a very weird vehicle. Um, it is. Imagine, like, the back of a dump truck, but it's, uh... A giant, like, cargo, not cargo bed, but, like, bucket. Yeah, it's like a giant bucket. It's, uh, kind of anvil-shaped. But the cab is all like glass. It's like a fucking Tesla yeah. on the front of it, with massive moon tires on either side and giant high beams. Um, Dread is outside of it, standing on like the, I imagine the axle next to the tire. Yeah. There are no others. One judge is enough for punks like you. You're under arrest. Uh, go for it, PK. What do we got going it's on? It's filed to uh, the uh, they open fire. Yep. Like fi- they're shooting at Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd is shooting back and winning because yep. he's Judge Fucking Dredd. It's fucking Judge Dredd. Um. He hits he's... File Tooth in the shoulder. Get him! Arm! I wasn't talking for the good of my health, pal. And then <laughs> that's a line. That's a good line. Uh, you would think 
You would think that'd be the line, right? Um, the next panel shows Dredd shooting the guns out of the other two's hands who hadn't fired yet. Oh, shit, yeah, he's disarming. He shot foul to the shoulder and disarms the other two. And it shows that he did, like, a diving shot, too. He's, like, on the ground, like, laying yeah. prone now. And the next panel, I want you to describe, but I love it so much. He is... He is he's standing again. Yep. You can only see his leg in the panel. But he's stepping on file to his hand who's reaching for his blaster. Yep. And and he's got his gun aimed right at his fucking forehead. How would you like how would you like a third eye to go with those filed teeth? They say it helps you see the future. <laughs> That's it. There you go. There you go. I I ain't gonna have no future with a third eye! I surrender! So uh, that's a thing. <laughs> Dread handcuffed the captives along, among the ga- garbage. And we see, like, a shot from above, and he's got, there's like a rail. That's why he brought the garbage truck. Like, he's gonna use it like a paddy wagon, but fucking humiliate them even further. He's taking out the trash. This is Judge Big Dick Dread. That's what he's doing. Uh, Dread is walking along outside it, thinking to himself, Lawbreakers need a demonstration of our power, and perhaps so do the judges themselves. Morale's been low since Cal. Otherwise, trash like these punks would never get out of hand. And then he says to the truck, Follow me at ten paces, truck. Oh, okay, the truck is, okay. Yeah. And the truck responds, affirmative, sir. So, we got AI trucks. Yeah. Nice. Or at least voice commanded trucks. At least voice commanded. Now Dredd is, like, approaching, and we see from a distance, there's, like, the leopard-printed woman. Yeah. She's got a fucking rifle on a rooftop. And a fucking, like, uh, it's either, like, a... a, a, Bandolier, A bandolier full of ammo or, like, a, a... shoulder guard or something. And uh, there's a guy also looking down at uh, the end of a rifle as well. Yeah. And Dredd is walking in, right out in the open, pistol Down lo- the middle of the li- road with the light shining on him. Pistol in the raised. air. Yep. He's doing the fucking uh, 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 <sighs> what's the guy from fucking The Wire? Omar. Omar's coming. There's a guy in The Wire. I should do that one scene from The Wire so you're a little familiar with it where they say fuck over and over. Yeah, again. yeah. Uh, there's a guy named Omar who's fucking, everyone in the city is terrified of because he grabs Drug dealers. Oh, shit. And he, all he does is walk out of the middle of the street with his soft shotgun whist, uh, whistling the farmer in the dell. And everyone just fucking scatters. Wow. And he's and the, Omar's coming. Omar's coming! I gotta look at that. That sounds creepy as fuck. Um, okay. Omar's fucking cool. Dread is also cool, and he's walking down the center of the street. Lawgiver pointed to the sky saying... Do you hear me, punks? This is Judge Dredd, and I've come to collect the garbage. To which uh, the gentleman looking down the barrel of his rifle says to his female compatriot, He's come alone. He's got to be crazy. Judge Dredd, however, whips out and has the gun on them and fires up there. And we get like a... Yeah. Uh, two on the roof. Steel-tipped high penetration. Oh, that's the ammo he's using. That's okay. what ammo he's going to. Yeah. Um, and there's a gentleman, like, running at him in the bottom left with a chainsaw. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I didn't <laughs> see that dude down there. He's hiding in the shadows. He's kind of scary. Yeah, he's just coming at him with a chainsaw. As Judge Dredd in the next panel, whoa, a lot of things happen. Yeah. Uh, a bullet comes flying at Judge Dredd, from, probably from the people on the roof. Yep. And ricochets off his fucking bulletproof helmet. Yep. Um, and the chainsaw man lunges at Judge Dredd, and Judge Dredd, like, Fucking pivots to the side, kicks him in the throat. Does, like, a fu- snapping side Taekwondo tick kick yeah. in the throat with his boot. Yeah, and that fucking face is the, the exact face you make when Judge Dredd kicks you in the throat. The, uh, tongue out, eyes yeah. closed in pain. Yeah. And Dredd gives a man firing from corner window. Oh, that's the, where the bullet's coming from. Yep. Hot shot! 
As he like, grimaces te- teeth close together. This is some great fucking action. Yeah, right? Uh, and then we see a guy who has... He has, like, taken cover in in the uh, in the corner window, yep. like Judge had just said. Dredge log ever fired six kinds of bullet. The hot shot had a heat-seeking homing head. As, like, the guy is, like, taking cover, like, yeah, you're doing a cover-based shooter beside the window. Yep. And then the bullet goes in the window, does a complete fucking, like, 180 curve, and... Bleh! Right into his chest. Yeah. Dead. Um, so we go now to the next page... Only Dredd's superb training and years of experience saved him that night in the stronghold of the Cosmic Punks. But as the garbage truck filled, resistance dwindled away. And we now have like a small like sky view down on this oh. six massive six-wheeled dump truck that just has people cuffed and cuffed and cuffed filling the bed of this trunk all around its edges, right? Yeah. And Dredd is uh, saying... To the, uh, saying across what we can imagine to be like a loudspeaker. Yeah, that should be like a, yeah. Like a walkie or whatever. I've come for you, Gestapo Bob. I want the rest of the garbage. And now we cut into... <laughs> yep. I saw Brainstorm. Yep, Brainstorm. <laughs> Brainstorm's here, we're saved. One of my favorite characters ever to introduce, Brainstorm. The guy <laughs> who is most likely a walking vegetable... With a fucking arrow through his goddamn head. <laughs> never says anything. Never says anything. Never has one line. But one of the guys in the background, though, says, He's too good for us, Gestapo. You saw how nobody could touch him. We gotta give in. And the Gestapo's grimacing and glaring. <laughs> nobody quits. Not, not as long as I'm chief judge of the cosmic punks. And in response to that, Judge Dredd just fucking drives the giant The massive, garbage massive, the massive garbage truck. Right through the wall. As as um, uh, uh, Gestapo Bill Gestapo Bob tries to, to run away. Yep. One guy loses a rifle, and, and our hero Brainstorm <laughs> stands there cluelessly. <laughs> He's like slouched shoulders, arms hanging at his side, just like unawares nothing, of anything. Like nothing has changed in his behavior. I, I really like Brainstorm. I honestly do. He might be like. That's why I said like the the coming up next week. Who's the punk known as Brainstorm? Oh yeah, I, I like he's just my favorite. I love he's him just, so much. He doesn't do or say anything, <laughs> but he adds so much. I love it so much. It's one of those great running jokes. It's yeah, like, it's like it's like uh, the two judges who had to wear dresses or be naked. Glass and Percy. They just show him in the background like that's fucking funny. We haven't it's heard the, them. We never saw them near the end. You're right. Per- Percy and Glass uh, and Quincy. It's just good. It's like fucking Hollywood. It's a great It's there show. in the background, and they'll say the name sometimes. Yeah. But you don't get tired of it because it's just really funny. Yeah. And not thrown in your face. It's not detracting from the story. I yeah. Mean, unless we stop the story to, to, to fucking point. And which we do every yes, time. Every time. But Judge Dredd crashes through this wall with his massive garbage truck saying, I didn't think I'd wait for a reply. It was kind of predictable. <laughs> That's a good line. Good line. It's a good line. Um... And Judge Dredd just fucking kicks a dude in the face. Uh, yeah. It might be Brainstorm. No, he has no arrow in the head. Never mind. It, it's the other guy yeah. who, isn't, who isn't one of the Brainstorm or Gestapo. Okay. Kicks him in the face. It's him with the rifle, yeah. Oh, no. He, it is It is Gestapo Bob. Oh, yeah, because it says it right there. You're yeah. right. Don't get up, Gestapo Bob. I want a little talk with you. And he fucking kicks him right in the chin. And uh, Gestapo Bob's his helmet's off. He's not uh, nearly as intimidating. No, he He's is. He's like a he balding, like, middle-aged man. He's got a very prominent widow's peak. It's, it's very... It's kind of like when you take the armor off a Trump supporter. The That cosplay armor they wear? Yeah, the cosplay armor. Uh, Yeah. And, oh, the, and you like the, the they cos- take the they take the cospatriots the cospatriot cospatriots that's so good I love what's the the Al Qaeda <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. my favorite one 
Um, but you know, Gestapo Bob's on his on his like haunches, looking up at Dread as Dread points points to him with his finger, yeah. points really angry with his finger. <laughs> and you kids, I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, like I'll fucking kill you. Um, I hear you've been calling yourself Chief Judge, Bob. I don't like that, Bob. It makes me kind of angry. Especially coming from a cheap punk like you, Bob. What are you, Bob? I'm... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cheap punk. How would you describe this next panel, PK? Uh... Oh, sh- What the fuck <laughs> is happening? Oh, so, okay, that's his arm. I thought it was like his body. Uh, well, okay. there's his hair... Yeah, and, um... Oh! <laughs> he's waterboarding him! I thought he was, like, Where's facing... Water? I don't know. So here's the thing. Judge Dredd... It's confusing. ...is he's, standing... He looks like he's shoving his head forward in something. With both no, his hands but on his, his head. No, the way his hand is, it's like... It very much, to me, with my... Dirty, it looks like he's making him suck his dick. Yeah, it really does. It looks like he's making him, like, drawn. suck the floor <laughs> Bob! <laughs> it... It very much brings up a. This is a this is a throat fuck video on Pornhub. This is oh my god. Oh god no. This makes me think of the fucking Samuel Jackson speech from Hateful Eight. Shit, that was some oh fucking god. Shit. That's what it makes me think of. Um, and there was a there was a cause patriot in that one too. Um, <laughs> just kidding. He was just a traitor to the union. Um, anyways, we now have uh fucking. No, I almost said sideshow Bob. Gestapo <laughs> Bob is just weeping tears yeah. on his face as he cries to Judge Dredd. Oh, yeah, Judge Dredd says, oh, I'm oh, sorry. God. I'm sorry, Bob, I'm, I'm getting a little deaf. Could we have that again a little louder this time? <laughs> oh, God. I'm a cheap punk! <laughs> it's got all that stuff all over its face. Yeah, no, I changed my mind. It's not It's not uh, Samuel Jackson hatefully. But it could be, this, you might not get this fucking reference though, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm a codfish! That's Captain fucking Hook. There we go! From, from Disney's Animated Peter Pan. Pan. There we go. I'm a codfish! I'm a codfish! Hook and a codfish! It's so fucking ridiculous, I remember that shit. So, um, so Bob now has this liquid all over his face. Oh! I didn't even think of that. No. I don't understand where it came from. Oh, Unless God. it came from Dred's dick. <laughs> so, after this, no money scene, after this Bukaki scene is finished, uh, in more ways than one, boy, this is bad. We are awful people. I don't I mean, know what else is happening. Where the, it's, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be tears. It's, I mean, yeah. From, like, the embarrassment of, of, of being throttled. And forced to suck dick. <laughs> I almost got through it. Almost made it there. We were so close to being PG-13. Then we went right to X. No. Oh, um, Mom, don't listen to this. Oh, nobody listened to this, please. Good. Nobody uh, listened to this. We cut now away from that, thankfully. Outside, Judge Dredd, he's like leaning up against the side of uh, the dump truck. Yeah, he looks really relieved. Like, so he just got a load off or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> Almost, almost like he got his dick sucked. Um, <laughs> just, just hit it with the biggest arrow you can, right? Um, Dread is on the on the horn on the like the walkie-talkie yeah. radioed walkie-talkie to, uh, and there's like bodies in the background, right? Yeah. Dread to control. I want a team of ambulances to attend wounded in Southside Sector 41. No backup unit needed. It's all quiet here. Repeat, all quiet. 
And Dread directed the truck towards the south to the South Mutiland Tunnel. South Mutiland Tunnel. I go ahead and read for the, the punks in the back here. Hey, hey, Dread's driving us into Mutiland! Uh so we wanna describe where they're heading, BK. <laughs> well, we know where they're headed. But to make sure that we know. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a tunnel. Uh-huh. And <laughs> written above it is South Mutiland Tunnel. And beside that tunnel. Oh my god, there's these dates. <laughs> there are two sides. Yep. Danger. Radiation zone. You are approaching cursed earth. Travel at your own risk. To really paint that picture at home. Yeah. On the other side of the tunnel, it shows uh, just a bunch of the punks, all of them coming out of this tunnel, streaming out uh, beneath a sign that says Mega City 1, no entry. Okay. And Dread is yelling from the back of the crowd in the garbage truck. As punishment for your crimes, I remove your citizenship. You will not be allowed to enter Mega City 1 for 10 years. To which the punks reply. You can't do this. This place is a hell on earth. Leopard print lady with the 80s haircut says, Give me 20 years, 30, only please don't banish me. Oh, like in jail. Give me 20 years, 30. Yeah. That's more than 10. But it wouldn't be out in the curse of Yeah, I didn't realize she meant... And... Now we have really two really cool panels. I love these panels. This is fucking dark. Um, Judge Dredd. Like, like literally. Literally and, and metaphorically. And metaphor- yeah, and thematically. Yeah. Judge Dredd is walking away from a barred window that he has presumed closed. Uh, and to, locked, I'm and, assuming. Yeah, to keep the people out. Yeah. And they're at the bars calling out to him. Please don't go! In the name of mercy, don't do this to us! But Dredd is thinking to himself, not looking back. Harsh but necessary. Let them serve as an example. Let every man know that citizenship is a privilege, not a right. That's fucking dark. And now he continues into the darkness with his shadow looming towards us, away from us. The law must be obeyed. The law will be obeyed. Holy fuck, that's a great panel. It's Judge Dredd, he's leaving the light, walking into the darkness. Yep. I don't know if they thought all this when they wrote it. They drew it, but thematically, it's fucking amazing. I mean... Because he's turning his back on these punks, lawbreakers. He's using them to send an example. Yeah, and he's embracing this darkness. Yeah, I like If that's it. what they meant to do and not just a coincidence, good on them. I... Also, if it is just a coincidence. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> good on you. It's good writing, honestly. So let's talk back and review this, shall we? Okay. Alright. So let's review this, shall we? Settings and places. We get the Hall of Just Us... Which was a fish mark. Yeah, it's just you um, know, punks came over, took a, took in that part, took over that part of town. It really did look it's, like a fucking hall of justice. It did more like it looked. Like it a, lives a really good looking fish mark. It, like, <laughs> yeah. it had pillars and shit out yeah. front. <laughs> it's like unless it's like a ancient times fish market. Yeah, in Roman. You know, I don't know. But why would that be in New York City? Yeah, it's a very good question. Um, also, we have Sector Forty One. Wherever that is. We don't know. It's on the East Coast, obviously, like most of uh, Mega City 1, but we don't know where it is. Um, we also know South Muty Tunnel, which leads to the Cursed Earth slash Muty Land. It's, uh, it's Pacifica in, in, in Night City. There we go. The, the, the place... I really want to play that game. I honestly there, do. Pacifica is like the place where they like we're not. It's 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 go, it's run by gangs. Oh, There's we nothing, don't give up. We get the law we, gives up. Yeah, that's the place where the law gave up. And... And, like, <laughs> there's a funny little running gag in the game where it's, like, 
crime went down by 41%. And the reporter's like, yeah, because you, uh... You stopped. Because you stopped counting the crimes from Pacifica. Yeah, it's like... It's like, we yeah, we don't, uh... We don't do things there anymore. It's so ridiculous. Oh, God, Pacifica's one of my favorite zones, too. It's run by the Voodoo Boys. I really want to learn about the Voodoo Boys. Don't just spoil anything for me. Um, characters. We meet Filetooth. A bald man with filed teeth and chains pulling the four corners of his mouth open permanently. Gestapo Bob Harris, a self-appointed chief judge of the Cosmic Punks gang. Brainstorm, greatest character still so far. He didn't do or say anything. But he has the title of Deputy Chief Judge of the Cosmic Punks gang. Well, you're you want a yes man as your second in charge. I think that he's a step down maybe from Judge Fish. Fish. <laughs> I, uh, they're about the same. About the same. Uh, half of one... Uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. Uh, we also meet Jim Nausea, a <laughs> lawyer who represents the norm captured by the punk gang. Yeah, his, their, their, their defense. Oh, so ridiculous. It's very much idiocracy defense, though. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's just a fucking kangaroo <clears throat> court. It's, like I said, I compared to Batman Begin, or Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Where it's, <laughs> I fucking love that scene, by the way. I get so mad at the Scarecrow in that scene. Why is that? Because this is the whole, do you choose death or exile? Well, we're not going to choose exile. Watch us die. He's like, well, all right, you choose death. Death by exile. <laughs> like, what? what, what? It's like, you're a dick. <laughs> I love Dr. that. Dr. Crane, just fuck you. That's a, that's a, I mean, like, whatever you choose, I'm going to pick the opposite, basically. Like, the as an asshole. The Scarecrow's the smuggest, most asshole supervillain in the entire series. Because, yeah. like, you know that part in uh, The Dark Knight where it's like, I don't need help. Yeah. He's, like, sitting there handcuffed. Not my diagnosis! <laughs> Crane, shut up! Why are you funny? That's really funny, but directed at me! Why are you being funny in my movie? Um, Death! But exile! <laughs> so ridiculous. He's so fucking smug. I love Jonathan Crane. He's really good in that movie. Um, I can't think of what the, that whole series name is. Oh, God. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy, well done. Uh, item technology of note. We have a garbage truck that has rudimentary AI, mm. enough to follow verbal commands. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, it's also been forever since we have seen Dread use the special ammunition types from You're his right. lawgiver. It has been so goddamn like long. Mid-cursed Earth? Yeah. When they were using it to blow up, like, the fucking... The not dinosaurs, but, uh... Flying rats? The, I thought it was the Army of the Dead they may have used. That. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. God, the, the Army explosive of Explosive rounds or whatever. Dead. Yeah. God, what a weird arc that was. It's been a long time since we've seen that shit. Ahead um, on tank treads? Oh my god, yeah. I forgot about the head on tank treads. General yeah. Steel? Uh, nope, nuts Iron? and bolts. Nuts and bolts, okay. Nuts and bolts. Fucking, and like, the thing was, he was only on tank treads because he charged in the battle so much, his robot body kept getting destroyed. Yep. So like, we're out of robot bodies to give you, my man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty funny, honestly. That's a, that's, that, again, it shows a lot about his character without explaining that much. Well, yeah. they had to explain a little bit. But like you look at the design, like oh, okay, yeah, I get, I get this character now. I get him now. With that bit of backstory, he's fucking Patton, just going yeah, in. Yeah, he's like, I will fight everyone. <laughs> um, also, we get for this time, we get the hot shot, which we've seen many times before. Yes, it's, but it's been a while. It's our first time seeing high penetration. High rounds. penetration, which is uh, our sixth bullet. Ooh, that's a good explosive. question. Explosive. High uh, penetration. High penetration flare. Hot shot. We haven't rubber. seen Flare. Oh, no. That's a, a rubber ricochet one. Ricochet shot. Ricochet shot. So, we, look, let me get this again. Ricochet, explosive, hot shot, high penetration. penetration. We know that fully automatic is the thing. We don't know if that's a separate setting or not. Yeah. Um, And that's all we've seen so that's far, That's all I we've think. seen. Okay. Um, Also, 
Terrible slang made up words judge drove one-liners. We have some fucking, like, words this time. Because we're finally back. We're not dealing with a fucking world-changing plot. It's a fucking it's a fucking Monster of the Week story. It's fucking dredging out some punks. Yeah. And so we got, we got to see Judge Dredd quip. Yep. And we also got a he, lot of slang. been too busy. We do get some cool future slang. We got crumbo. It's a cyberpunk future slang. Is a thing. That we've been waiting for. Yes. And we got crumbo. Which I'm obviously crumb. Yeah. Uh, norm, short for normal normie. or normie. Yeah. And then we have natch, which you mm. identify as natural. That's really good. I never yeah. would have thought of that. Um, I like my favorite line. I think might be it's one of two Judge Dread lines. Was how would you like a third eye to go with those filed teeth? They say it can help you see the future. Like, part of me, I mean, <laughs> they I give me no future with a third eye, Dread. Fucking part of me thinks that Dread really thinks that and is excited about it. Like <laughs> they say it can help you see the future. Like, <laughs> you want to find out? You want to find out? Let's do it. Like. It would be really fucking weird if your, like, executioner was, like, a really happy guy. Like, you want to come sit in this chair, buddy? Like, what the fuck? It's funny that you mention that, because I've seen Disenchanted. I have seen Disenchanted, there's a really, yes. There's a really upbeat executioner in that show. I He's love really that. funny. I love that bit. Um, also, but my favorite line, I think, has to be the last line of the episode. Again, Dredd gets it with, the law must be obeyed. The law will be obeyed. Like, because this is, this is Dredd as we know him. Like... This is the dread. We're fi- we're getting there, dude. We yeah. honestly are. It's been a couple like a prog since he last gave the and you better believe it line. Yeah, which isn't great, but this is much more believable dialogue. This is dread written in stone. Yeah, the law must be obeyed. The law will be obeyed. Yeah. Um. So world building, I gotta bring up for this. First thing I said when looking at the art for this panel is. For the first panel in the first uh, uh, page of this comic, now this is cyberpunk. That is like what I said out loud, and you said the exact same thing. We actually get Mohawks some cyberpunk sunglasses and and weird fashion. You got people with weird hairdos. You got piercings, crazy clothes. Really set the tone that we have now arrived in a dystopic future. And the norm in a suit with an umbrella kind of works against that idea of well, like the normal. This is the normal like I blend into the past. His max. The, his Max But freak. Max Normal is a pinstripe freak, Because he dresses like people use... You're right. That, yeah. Like, this guy does go... This Clark... This is just Clark Kent. This it's is Superman. He somehow traveled to here. Time lost traveled. His, lost his powers. Um, <laughs> he just didn't want to kill all those men. Right? I would still say it moves the needle in the right direction. Yep. That's a good thing. Um, also, one of the Cosmic Punks claims that they are the law in this sector. Now, previously, you and I had assumed that sectors may have been, like, entire states. States. Gigantic. Um, Because we have sectors and subsectors. Yes. But now I'm beginning to assume they are much smaller if a single gang can hold an entire sector. Yeah. And we can't quite tell from the map where Sector 41 is on the continental U.S., but we do know the portion of the U.S. that that the Mega City 1 covers, there would not be 41 states. No. So that we know it has to be smaller than than, than states. A state, yeah. So I'm guessing, like, the Isle of New York, I still think, is... Sector... Six, which is the one that... Dread Sector. Dread Sector. So I'm guessing that there are a lot of other sectors across the coast, you know? Maybe they're just fucking boasting and, like, again... Again. It's a line in the comic book. Yeah. From 1979... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're reading a little too far into it. It could be just like, oh, we're going to rule this whole sector someday, but really right now we're just rule this subsector. They they mention, um, or is it districts? Because we've, we've heard districts, districts before. Districts, sectors, and subsectors, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, we don't know if those are interchangeable we or no well, sector and subsector would not be interchangeable. Um, I like the fact that Griffin reports that the war against Cal has resulted in sectors or at least portions of them being lost to street gangs. Yeah, this is good continuity from the previous arc. Yep, I want to see more repercussions for the horrors that Cal committed on the populace. And I really want to know, will people lose faith in the system? In the that, judge system? Now that they see how easily it can be abused. Yeah. I, I, I want to see how that evolves, and if the, I want to see more repercussions, basically. Me too. Um, and then I like that Dread revokes the Cosmic Punk's citizenship and banishes them for ten years to the irradiated wasteland of the Cursed Earth. Of course he does that. He locks about a, what, 40, 20 people outside one door? Yeah. Why don't they just break it down and go back in? It's, I mean, it's... The concrete curtain, presumably. Yeah, that's true. Probably but, I mean, fucking it's just one solid door. steel doors, though. I'm, yeah, I'm willing to bet, cool. man. Um, Probably fucking maglocks or some shit you can't... <laughs> maglocks. That's um, what Fallout that maglocks? I think Star so. Wars? I think Lots of sci-fi has maglocks. Yeah. Um, I really... I just really want to... I keep writing down this. More repercussions, please. More repercussions. Yeah. Um, death more count. continuity. More continuity. Yes, more continuity. However, death count. Dread does kill one of the cosmic punks with a hot shot from around the corner, and yeah. we see people lying down in the street. We don't know if they're dead or not, we, but we at least the guy who took a hot shot to the chest, we can assume. That guy probably, probably died. Probably dead. So, PK. It's a very cool Western-themed episode. It's like I'm walking into the the, the abandoned the town that? taken over by outlaws. What's the, uh, it's not Seven Samurai, because that's defense of a town. I'm thinking of uh, High Noon. Oh, yeah. I've we, seen High Noon in a theater, and not a theater, but a movie appreciation class. Yeah, which the, the guy walking ago. into the... I love that trope. It's the guy walking into the enemy territory. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the Defend the Town trope. I love from, that one, uh, too. Three Amigos. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. So, so like the wind. <laughs> so, Maria, so like the wind. Like, uh, what's, what's the... What's the, uh, what's his name? I am fucking... What's his name? The bad guys. Oh. Name. Like, they all claim, like... Yeah, I uh, am. Oh God! Immediately, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. But that quote, that fucking quote from the movie, that pisses me off. I can't remember that shit. Um, anyways, PK, that was Prague 109, Punk's Rule, our first Prague, back in Mega City proper, of Judge Dredd doing the judging of the streets. Yeah. Because when Judge Dredd left Mega City Two, uh, he was still in bed. He was like in bandages and got back to Mega City One. And then it was immediately the day the law died. Yeah. No break. They had, no break. They had like the the okay, yeah. They had the parade for him, and he went home early and had a good night's sleep. Yeah. And in the middle of that is when he got interrupted by Cal's yep. shit. So and Cal's coup. Yeah. Fucking a. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to bring up for Punk's Rule One Hundred Nine? I just I just I keep thinking of that that the head the head of the Trogs from uh from Dark Knight Rises. Not Dark Knight Rises. What the? Batman. What's the one with Batman? The, the the Dark Knight Returns? Yeah. What are they called? What's that gang called? The Trogs? Uh, mut mutants. Mutants? They're just called it's mutants. the Mutants. Yeah, okay. it's the Mutant Gang. Okay. That's I, fucking great. I fucking great. love that design with his, like, his visor and his mohawk. I love that design, too. That was a really good... That comic is fucking weird. That, that comic is fucking weird with, with, with fucking Superman and Joker. Yeah. It's one of the good ones, it's though. It's dark as fuck, though. Yeah. I like it. Um... It's up there. It's in my top ten. Batman. So, are you ready to hear what we have coming down the pipe here? Oh, we have, yeah. We have five progs left. Is this older than... This is older than Dark Knight Returns. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's what, not in color. and what, what was... Dark Knight Returns? I'll Google it real quick. 1984? Dark Knight Returns comic. Graphic novel. Uh, Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Uh... 
1986. So yeah, this is this is a good seven years beforehand. Okay. Or eight years even. Yeah. And um, like I said, it's laying the groundwork for cyberpunk to it exist. It really is. And they definitely use cyberpunk. I mean, fucking uh, Batman Forever. Or not oh, Batman Forever. Uh, Batman. No, that's Batman. Is it Batman Forever with, uh, with uh, uh, Terry McGinnis? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking cyberpunk. That is cyberpunk That is hell. straight cyberpunk, too. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about that. That's fucking fun. That is good squeaker for cyberpunk. Anyway. Anyway, next time. Ready for this shit? Here we go. Oh, boy. Next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast, we have our very first two-part podcast where we are only covering two progs. That's right. Uh, and it's going to be a whopper. Oh, PK, okay. have you ever heard of the X-Men? No. No, you have not. Because the next episode, Dredd is going to take on the Exomen. What? What are the Exomen? What unique superpowers could they all hold? Yeah. Next time on They're the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My it's name is Andy. Parody. My name is Andy. I'm PK. And this has been a very dreadful recording coming to you from the, the distant, distant present. present.